Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Welcome, Moon Goons! Welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Lord Marshall Hampton. With me today is uh, my best friend, my buddy, my co-host. You know him, you love him, Mr. Aaron Southworth! What up, Butternut Squash? <laughs> Alright, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this week we, uh, we're back. As always, and we are doing a watch along episode this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we decided to kind of take it a little easy on ourselves because uh, I had COVID, bro. Yeah, yeah, I had the vid. Yeah, I had COVID. Now zero symptoms, zero problems. By testing, I'm vaccinated, boosted. Still got it. Still got me. But I was totally fine. Everything was great. But I still had to isolate for you know. I just this is like my first time out. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Hooray! Hey! Uh, so I know too. I've also been sick. Not the vid. Not the vid. Tested uh, twice and negative, right? Yeah. Uh, I just have like a sinus infection, so I apologize for any sniffling or congestion you might be hearing this week. But uh, nothing I really do about it. Um, just still trying to get over it. You've so. just been doing fat lines. Don't don't <laughs> don't deny it. You gotta get the energy for this, right? Yep, yep. Gotta get the energy up. Uh, but yeah, we haven't done a watch along in a while, and so we decided to go ahead and do one. Uh, because this movie, Freddy's Dead: Final Nightmare or Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six, is uh pretty. Sh- it's a terrible movie, <laughs> and we thought about doing it like a while ago as maybe a regular episode. But he's like, let's just do it as a, a fucking watch along because it's wacky. It's something for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, it's fucking. It's terrible for everyone. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We, we got loaded up. We're going to do a uh, watch long. But uh, before we get into that, we have a little uh, business to attend to. Business? So, uh, yeah, a little business. So let's get into it. Give me the Here business. Comes the money. Ah. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Bling, bling. All right. So with that sound, you know, we got to do our corporate show out moment for this week. And uh, that's because we are partnering up with Manscaped and to uh, bring you the best in male grooming, well, male ball grooming experiences. Just also grooming. Yeah. And also, grooming too. also grooming because yeah. they, they also sell like razors. Yep. And the one thing that I tried out. Uh, today was the weed whacker. The weed whacker. The weed whacker. The nose hair trim. Yes. Now I I will be completely honest. It didn't do anything more than any other weed like nose hair trimmer there is. But nose it was so comfortable. Mm-hmm. It was very comfortable. Like other nose hair trimmers, I've I've got fucking forest growing on my nose. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you get in there, it pulls, it tugs. It's like ow, ow. Okay, yeah, it does a good job. But this lawn, this uh, weed whacker, dude, it is comfortable. It, it does a good job, and it doesn't hurt. So I can spend a little bit more time grooming getting in there. It's slick. 
It's easy to use, and it's it's very comfortable. Awesome. That's what I felt about the uh, Lawnmower 4.0, their main grooming, their main product, um, uh, which it was very – again, it felt comfortable. Slick. In my hand. It's slick. It's easy it's to use. Easy to use. It's, got a little flashlight. Yeah. See under your balls. If you want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I did the you whole – Shave in the dark. Dude, I took off the whole forest, the yep. whole clear cut. Clear cut. Just did a total clear yeah, Aaron, cut. Yeah, uh, Aaron decided to show me that this, when he walked into the studio, like, bam, bam, check it out. Pull his pants down and showed me his bald, uh, bald Pub- pubic, pubic mound. My pubis, <laughs> pubis area. Yeah, it's, uh, man, I'm getting a fupa. I need to start getting sh- <laughs> fat upper penis area. I got to start getting in shape because you can see it a lot more when there's no hair. When there's no hair. Hiding it. But, yeah, man, it was it was really smooth. You know what else? It works on my chest. I also did oh. part of my chest. I don't know if you see oh, like, the middle part. Oh, I see it now. Here. I lift up and that it, shirt. And also cleaned up my beard, too. Yeah. Yes, I did this after trimming my pubes. Who am I, the fucking queen? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, besides that, uh, you can currently go to manscaped.com and, and check out all their uh, all their merchandise, everything they have. It's not just razors and trimmers. They also have uh, shampoo, shampoos, lip body balm. washes. They yep. have ball deodorant and ball lotion, which I actually re- kind of nice. It's pretty makes it nice and smooth. Give you a little post shave uh, touch up. Very boom. Nice. Check that out. Oh, Aaron just pulled out of his pocket the Manscaped lip balm. Yeah, boom. It's nice. Um, like I said, uh, besides that, you also get the performance package, which includes a ton of shit. It's really cool. All of it's nice. Yeah, that's what they sent us. That's what they yeah. sent us. Um, like I said, the, the lawnmower 4.0 is the main thing. Um, it's got uh, a guard, additional guard length so you can, you know, trim your pubes to your, whatever length you want. Perfumed. Uh, it's waterproof. Uh, it's got a 4K LED, 40K LED light. Um, it's nice in the hand. It's great. Um, anyway, if you want anything from them, go to the uh, excuse me webpage manscape.com. Enter our promo code Moongoon and receive twenty percent off and free shipping on all your orders. Uh, and it doesn't have to be. It's not like you have to buy the performance package that they send us. You can buy anything on yeah. there and use our promo code and get the twenty percent off and yeah, free shipping. Yeah, the, the promo code M O O N G O O N Moongoon. That's right at manscape.com. Twenty percent off, free shipping. Uh, they got some good shit. Uh, you know, it's a new year, new you. Start taking care of yourself, guys. Yep, Wash I your balls. 100% agree. Deodorize them. Keep them trim. All right. So there's our corporate show out for the uh, day. And uh, let's move on. Let's get, get into um, the movie, Friday's Day. Like I said, this is going to be a watch along. So we are going to get it queued up right now. I, we're watching it on Amazon. Um, although, that's before we start it up. Um, let's just get through the early stuff. Uh, it is, was released on September 13th of 1991. Uh, written by Rachel Talalay and Michael DeLuca. So a woman wrote this. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Michael DeLuca, uh, you may know, is known more as a producer. He only has eight credits as a writer, seven, which includes seven episodes of Freddy's Nightmare. My name is DeLuca. Um, but he also... I live on the second floor. Sorry. All right. That was weird. Um but he also did some uh, in the mouth of madness which is one of my favorite horror movies i love that movie it's so good um but he also did the famously dreadful sylvester stallone flop that was called judge dread so he's been all up and down all over this place um but it's also directed by rachel talala talala so she wrote and directed it so double dose of crap right there um but she's got 63 directing creds um her first three credits are movies, but and this one being her very first directing credit, 
followed by Ghost in the Machine in 1993 and Tank Girl in 1995. So after that bomb, um, it's basically she was exiled to the realm of TV only after that because she after after that Tank Girl is all TV jobs from here, including episodes of Ally McBeal, Doctor Who, Doom Patrol, the HBO nice. one, uh, and then a lot of Mar- a lot of DC superhero stuff. She's besides Doom Patrol, she's done episodes of Supergirl. Um, well, Riverdale isn't uh, DC, but it's CW. Uh, Superman and Lois uh, episodes of DC's Legend of Tomorrow and five episodes of The Flash. Nice. So this is also she's done. Uh, you can currently find Freya's Dead, The Final Nightmare on Tubi, which is where I watched it twice la- earlier this past week. Watched it on their uh, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, Vudu, and Amazon. Now, we're going to be watching it on Amazon. I'm going to pay the rental fee and just do it because that way... No commercials. No commercials. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I would say just watch it break the flow. Exactly. It's like I don't want to know about fucking Liberty Insurance while I'm watching (laughs) Freddy's Nightmare. Um, In the cast, we got a few people we're going to mention. Maggie, the main girl Maggie, is played by Lisa Zane. She's got 58 credits, including 16 episodes of Law & Order, 10 episodes of ER. She voiced Madam Mask in the mid-90s Iron Man cartoon and voiced Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk in the Incredible Hulk cartoon. She did 13 episodes of Roar and was in the horror movie The Nurse. Some fun facts about her that were kind of interesting. I found she's born in Chicago, so she's a Midwestern girl. And she's the older sister of Billy Zane. No. Uh, everybody should know him. Uh, she's also an accomplished singer-songwriter. She's been singing at Les Doux, Les Doux, uh, Les Doux in Hollywood since 1997 and fre- frequently sings in cabaret settings, various cabarets. She's also a BMI songwriter and recording artist. And in 2006, the American Songwriters Hall of Fame recognized her as one of the current songwriters of the year huh. back in 06. She speaks fluent Greek and originated many stage roles, including Rita in Prelude to a Kiss and Cleo in Robbers. And she made a professional stage debut in David Mamet's adaptation of The Cherry Orchard at the Gordon Theater in Chicago, which is a very big, uh, famous theater. And she once dated Heath Ledger when they did Roar, when they were filming Roar together. She banged the Joker. Um, so next up, we have John Doe. Yes, that's the character's actual name, played by Sean Greenblatt. This guy's only got 11 credits for basically being the second leading character. He's uh, 11 credits and nothing of note other than this movie. And that makes sense because he is fucking garbage in this movie. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I'm sorry, but he sucks. Um, Tracy's played by Leslie Dean. She's got 23 credits, in Christ, including Plump Fiction, Dynasty, and she was Susie in 976 Evil. Oh, no shit. Yep. Um, fun facts about her. Her birthday. Did you say Plump Fiction? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did say Plump Fiction. Is this a Pulp Fiction parody? Yes, it is. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> yes, it was. I, I, I'm usually got my finger on the pulse of parody crap, and that one <laughs> mis- totally, totally avoided me. Yep. Plump Fiction. Um, uh, <laughs> Where was I say? Fun facts about her. Uh, her real name is Leslie Denise Lonin. Lonin. Uh, she's a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Uh, she's a former member of the lipstick lesbian musical group Fenda Femme, and was the lead singer in the band Cherry, Scary Sherry and the Bang Bangs. And at the time of this, she was 26 at the time of filming, playing a 18-year-old. <laughs> Yeah, almost, which is common all time, but pretty standard. But it's always kind of funny to see. Yeah, Carlos is played by Ricky Dean Logan. He's got forty nine credits. And he's still working today. He did an episode of My Name Is Earl. He's also did three episodes of Days of Our Lives, where he played 
Earl. So there's an interesting connection. Funny. Uh, he did ER, six episodes of Spawn, where he voiced various different voices in the uh, cartoon. He's been on Baywatch, Tales from the Crypt, and he was in the Fantastic Four movie, not the Jessica Alba series, but the really first shitty, like, 1992 Oh, one, wow. The original Fantastic Four. Wow. He was in that. And he's been on Buffy the... He was in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where he's a bloody student. Uh, and he was in Back to the Future 2 and 3. Uh, number 2, he was Data. And in 3, he was uh, a Needles gang member. Uh, next on, uh, probably we'll get our most famous person from this, honestly, is uh, Spencer, played by Brecken Meyer. He's got A3 creds. He's probably the most famous person to come out of this cast, not named Robert England. Okay. Uh, he, he was in Clueless, Road Trip, did voices on 113 episodes of Robot Chicken and all their specials. He was in Creep Show, the 2021 version. Uh, he, he had his own show, Franklin Bash, where he co-starred alongside Zach Morris himself. I forget the guy's real name at the top. Um, Whoever played Zach Morris. He's Zach Morris. Yeah. He's always going to be Zach Morris. Yeah. He did 62 episodes of King of the Hill. He's also in movies Ghost of Girlfriend's Past with Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Garner, Emma Stone, Lacey Chabert, and Michael Douglas. So some really big names. He was in Heroes for a short time. Uh, And he was in Escape from L.A. where he was a surfer. And he was in The Craft. So he is Peter Fonda? (laughs) Oh, no. Um, (laughs) That fucking scene. And some fun facts about him. Uh, he once threw a water balloon on a girl that he caught cheating on him. So uh, Drew... Was there only water in there? <laughs> That's what, it just says water balloon. You can fill it up with something vile? Uh, I don't think so. Cause Why? It... That's such a stupid fun fact. Yeah. I threw a water balloon on a girl that was cheating on me. <gasps> well, apparently it was just like when he was like 14 or something That's like that. stupid. But, uh, Drew Barrymore credits him as being her first kiss ever way better you should have led with that she was 10 he was 11 at the time he owns a production company along with fellow friends and actors seth green and ryan uh, philippe uh he once played drums in a punk band and he went to the same high school as angelina jolie nick cage corbin benson lenny kravitz david schrimmer jonathan silverman and richard dreyfus and was in the same class with alicia silverstone and what's what's in the water there yeah, well, Man, so it's money. Beverly Hills it's, High it's School. Money, it's money. It's money. That's, that's, that's money. what's in the water. That's what's in yeah. the water. Um, and he, on a podcast hosted by fellow buddies Dominic Monaghan and Brian Callen, it was stated that Brecken turned down one of the roles of the Hobbit, one of the Hobbit roles in the Lord of the Ring franchise. Uh, he turned it down very confidently because he was currently shooting his TV show Inside Schwartz, which he thought was going to be a big hit. So he decided not to do the Hobbit. But uh, the show was canceled after 13 episodes after the first season while the Hobbit movies, while Hobbits went on to millions and millions of the Hobbit dollars. movies suck, though. Lord of the Ring movies? How dare you? Lord of the Rings are awesome. That's Lord, what I said. The Lord of the Rings. You said Hobbit. He, he turned down the role of one of the Hobbits, like Pippin or Mary, in so, the Lord of the Rings. Okay, not, you weren't talking about starring in the movies The Hobbit. The no, Hobbit, no, the, not The Hobbit. The three crappy Hobbit. No, the so, Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Lord of the Rings fucking awesome. Love it. Watch them every September. Hobbit movies. Ah. <laughs> um, and lastly, we got uh, Doc played by uh, Yafit Koto. How many people are going to talk about it? This is the last guy. Uh, he's got 95 credits. He was, he was, this is a big one because uh, he was an alien. He was Parker in alien. Uh, also voiced Parker in alien isolation video game. And he was in the running man and live and let die. Uh, he also passed away a while back. Uh, and then we get cameos from Roseanne Barr, Tom Arnold, Johnny Depp, and Alice Cooper all make appearances in this movie as well. Classic. So, all right, there we go. I just want to get through that. Now let's get to the meat. Let's get to the movie. All right, we're hitting up Zoom and or resume. 
And we're going to... Oh, I got punished. Stupid fucking... Marshall has it locked for his kid. Yeah, parental code. Forgot about that on the uh, old Amazon. All right, now we're loading up. And we should be starting right at the New Line Cinema logo, right where that kicks it. Yep. Yep, New there Line Cinema logo loading up. There it is. New Turn. Line Cinema just flew in. Turn the volume up some more. I don't know how long how well I can be heard. Do you know the terror of who falls asleep? Of he who falls asleep. To the very toes, he is terrified because the ground gives way under him and the dream begins. Frederick, Frederick Nietzsche. Nietzsche. God is dead. <laughs> and so are you, Nietzsche. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Waka waka. Freddy Krueger. Can't we just get more quotes? <laughs> the whole movie's just there. quotes. Yeah. That might be better. It might, it honestly, probably would be. This is going to mark like the third time this week I've watched this movie. And I'm, I, I won't lie. I am not looking forward to this again. <laughs> I cannot. Th- I can only take so much of this movie. Freddy's fingers dead. I love like the like the rip of like kind of like, puddle mud, like 90s weird. What's that early 90s vibe like, song? Yeah. But even though puddle mud was like more. Springfield, Ohio. Springwood, Ohio. Ten years from now. I love like this weird like. It's like war games, like, yeah. side, like military digital computer um, shit going on. It's basically saying mysterious killing suicides wipe out the entire population of children and teenagers in Springwood. The entire population. Jesus Christ. So there's no more kids or teenagers in Springwood at this point. Freddie's been busy. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're on the airplane. And here's John Doe. Looks like he's about the Ralph. Yeah. I'm getting uh, Twilight Zone vibes here. You know, you got a storm. You got a painting guy. On exactly, the exactly, yeah. yeah. Except you ain't no Shatner, bitch. <laughs> or John Lithgow for the the 80s version. Yeah. Come on. Oh, boy, it's spooky. Yeah. Oh, the light's so bright. Oh, my eyes. Ah. <laughs> Well, it's, it, those lights aren't bright at all. Those are the dimmest, worst lights. <laughs> they are. They really do suck. All right. Oh, the water is leaking in through the window on the plane. That actually would make me pretty nervous. Yeah, that would. <laughs> that one I'd start freaking out a little bit on. Uh, Annoying kid. He's a scary little kid. Little shiny wannabe girl. He's, You know he's coming to get you because you got out. Now, I'm kind of curious if there's going to be... Uh, Ashtrays on the seats. Kind of curious. Well, yeah. The plane just looks dirty. Yeah, you know, it just looks like dingy, like a dingy plane. <laughs> Old lady called you a pussy. She's invading space. Look how much that her shoulders hang over to his side. Oh, she's got ripped up through the roof. Got plenty of room now. Yep. Oh, I <laughs> was almost out. Oh, and a bomb fight. Now he goes through the bottom of the plane. And he's just plummeting to his doom. That's a long fall, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and he wakes up in a bed. All's good in the world. Is it? He looks <laughs> way too old to have toy trains. I know. Is that, as I was saying, is that a train or is this like a, like a semi a gas, you know, one of those... Uh, Gas trail. Oh, those are trains. There's some more. Yeah, he's got toy yeah. trains on his nightstand. Yeah, he's got a toy horse. Yeah, not everything's not well. <laughs> now, I, I do like this. 
Oh, the Wizard of Oz? Yes. Where he's, the house is in a tornado falling through the sky? The first time I was watching this, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, where's Freddy on the broomstick? Man? Seriously, come on. Well, yeah. And they're like, oh, there, there he is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. They actually. They went there. They went there. They went there. <laughs> There he is. There he is, Freddy on the broomstick. And your little soul, soul too. too. Oh, Freddy. <laughs> what happened to welcome to prime time, bitch? Now he falls out the window at first. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this movie. Sean Greenblatt. I love that green black. Green black. It's such a fun, fun name. Think he's Jewish? You can say green splat. Green splat. It's more like it. I'm surprised they like Frey's feet hang out from underneath the house, like curl up. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I, if they would have done that, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm That's done. It. Turn That's this it. Off. <laughs> Turn this off right now. <laughs> like, when did Freddy get this silly? Uh, it started a few movies, but yeah, this is, but at this point, well, he's we, just a clown. We did number five. Yeah. For our 100th episode. Yes, we did. And I don't remember him being that corny. There's the old Freddy house. The Elm Street house. The Elm Street yeah. house. Yeah. I can never remember. If it was, I don't think it's actually Freddy's house. It's like Nancy's house, but was it Nancy's? Yeah, it was Nancy's house. Um, from the, but I don't yeah. know. I always wondered why, why that became such like a thing. Like Nancy, like I understand how in Michael Myers' house, he, Mike the killer, he grew up there. That's his house. But maybe I'm misremembering my Fright, Nightmare on Elm Street lore. But I don't remember Freddie really having any connection to that house other than Nancy. Right. So why is that house so iconic now? Because it's I not Freddie's house. I think it got established mostly through number two. Because in number two, that's when uh, the, the teenage boy moved in. He found Nancy's diary. Freddy comes back again because he's reading this stuff. You know, it's it's like the house that all kind of kind of took on its own personality in a way. You know, yeah, maybe it's just weird. Got this guy still falling. Yep, still falling down that hill. <laughs> Jesus, it's been like two minutes. I give that stunt man some credit though. Yeah, no shit. Those falls <laughs> look pretty intense. I love how he just gets up, no broken bones, no bad ankles. Just gets up, runs. No moment to go. Ow. Ow. the hell's off in the distance strip clubs <laughs> it's either an alien landing or it's yeah it's like the stri strip club strip hustler like club strip. open all night hustler club the cabaret uh hollywood scarlet scarlet yeah scarlet's cabaret and they used to like scarlet's before i remember when it before it was scarlet it was hollywood they had like just those giant like bat uh Bat, bat signal Huge spotlights shoot spotlights. Up you can see it from like just like towns and towns and yeah. towns away. They got so bad yeah. they they legally ordered to like take them down because is they that what happened? Yeah, because like they were too bright and they too were distracting. too distracting the planes and and uh, drivers at what night. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's a titty bar. It's a titty bar. That's it. We're landing this plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the guy John Doe here, Sean Greenblatt, just gets hit by a bus that Freddie's driving, and he's like on the front of it. 
And he stops the bus and ends up flying through a the dream world or a wormhole or something. And now he's and in he the real world. So well conveniently hits his head. On yeah, a on a rock. And I love like the Kool-Aid man outlining like the dream world to the real world. Like, what is this shit? This was new. <laughs> that looks really bad. Yeah. Oh, I have the blue lightning. He doesn't. Looks like he got like a little beard guy coming in down there. Yeah, the he's angle. fucking older, you know. Yeah. I mean, and it's also like he just—he doesn't look as scary, mm -mm. you know. Like that was one thing about Nightmare on Elm Street One. It's like this... Freddy was fucking scary. Oh, that was actually, but he was often was a great like, movie. in the shadows and covered yeah. up and kind of you know just. No, like, like I said he's a fucking snarling, clown now. and and now it's like. There's no mist. It's like he start when we first see him. He's dressed as the fucking wicked witch of the west. Yeah. Then, <laughs> You're right. The very first time you see Freddy in this movie, he's dressed up as the wicked witch of the west. Then he's a, a bus driver. He's a then bus he's driver. a goofy bus driver. And then when you actually do see him, it's like there's no mystery. There's no. It's like and Jesus his sweater is remarkably clean and new and bright and bright. That yeah. green. I remember the kid. I used to think that green was so black. Dark. Like brown. I just thought it was black or, or brown. brown. Yeah. Now, but that green was... Br it it's like bright. a Christmas it's sweater. It's like a Christmas sweater, yeah. He's so he wakes up, got his 40 bucks and a pack of smokes in his pocket, and some news article, and just starts wandering down the road barefoot. Then we see some town in the background. Springwood. I love this recovery house you shelter. That's just a giant, like... Brick, like old rundown factory. Look at that. Yeah, like it's a got, Shiloh. Yeah, like, this is like a goddamn coal factory or something that's turned into like supposed to be like a it's where they make brake pads. Yeah, it's, where, but it's supposed to be more like the like the youth look, hostel. Or all of a sudden, I got images of a Tommy boy. <laughs> they make the cow hand brake pads. I love the fact that our uh, Breckenmeyer is playing the old like Tiger Games handheld like Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Those yeah. things were. I God, I remember those things. They, everybody loved them, but they sucked at the same time. But you had to have you them. Ha I had them. Everybody had. You had to have like multiple ones. <sighs> Which I, I had Castlevania two, Running Man. Um, <sighs> I remember a Castlevania one. I Mega remember Ma the Ninja Gaiden I one. I had Mega Man, uh, Double Dragon. No, yes, yeah. Double Dragon. I remember that one. Yeah, I had a couple of them. I didn't get that many of them because I had a Game Boy. And yeah, well, if you had the actual Game Boy, you were set. You yeah. didn't need those, but. But I'd get them for Christmas every once in a while. Yeah, I never had a Game Boy. I, I had a few of those. Really? I yeah, I never got the Game Boy. You got a Game Gear, though, didn't you? I did. I had yeah. Game Gear. I, yeah. I got a, the Sega Game Gear. You went blast processing mm -hmm. on our ass. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sega does what Nintendo don't. Hell yeah, dude. I went, I, you know I me? Mean? I went Sega. Yeah. You know? I went yeah, we Sega. both went Sega. We both went Sega. We did not go Super Nintendo. No, we I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I didn't have a Nintendo 64. I didn't get a GameCube till way later when I was like in my late 20s. I was. I got a GameCube. I was 24. I got like when I was still in the army in Arizona. I had it in my my barracks room. I had a GameCube. Didn't have the sixty four. Never had that. Mm. So uh, I don't understand what's going on. I was having fun talking about video yeah, games. Yeah, that's more fun to talk about that than this movie. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, some chick runs uh, in. Basically, and uh, Breckenmeyer's dad comes in. The old stuffy businessman. Like, You're going to be like me. I want you out of this house. You're going to grow. Breckenmeyer's like, uh -huh, dad, I don't want to be like you. And he runs off. And then in comes Tracy being chased by a cop who's all angry. He's like, bah, 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 bah. she's bitching. And Ma Ma Maddie, the main girl, is like, she doesn't like to be touched. And now oh. we're at 
Tracy beating the shit out of a heavy bag while Carlos, like, coaches her on. I don't mind the badass chick. Like, I, I like the badass chick effect. It's just... Show her how to throw a punch first. Yeah, her punches and you kicks know? are terrible. Yeah. I kept looking at it like, these are the worst kicks. But it's 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 fine. I'm, I'm all for it, you know. But just give her a little a little guidance. Oh, we find out Carlos is deaf. Although, he can't be completely deaf if he's got a hearing aid. Because hearing aids don't cure deafness. They cure hard of hearing. So that's that, that's one thing I don't like about this movie. Is, well, is he deaf or is he just hard of hearing? Are we splitting hairs on like the definition of what is deaf and what's not? I don't don't do that. Let's not do that. Let's just call him deaf. All right, fine, <laughs> whatever. But it's because he could legally be deaf and still have a little bit of hearing. Same with like legally being blind and you can still kind of see. Like right. remember Nancy Kerrigan, yeah, the ice skater. Her mom yeah. was legally blind and like she would watch the she would have a screen in front of her and she'd be like right on top of it, like like literally like an inch away from the screen and she could see what was happening and she'd be like yay. Sure. But you know if you, she backed away from it, it just disappear. So she can't drive, she can't really yeah. work, but she can like plaster her face to a TV and enjoy it. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> yes, that would. Suck. But it would be. It's. I'd rather take that than be blind. All right. So now we go. We meet the doc in his office. I just love him from Running Man. Wish we were watching that. That's a great fucking movie. It is a real. That's one of Arnold's best. It uh, is. One of, one, of my, one of my favorite Arnold movies. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Richard Dyson. Yes. He's so good. Yeah. He's like, hey, Killian, I'll be back. He's like, Richard only Dyson? in, only Richard in a Dawson. rerun. <laughs> Richard Dawson. Dawson. Richard yeah. Dawson. Yeah. I love that. And he goes, I'll be back. And he looks and goes, only in a rerun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, even better comeback. Come on. I got to say, I was uh, like seeing his office. I've always been very envious of people who have careers where they can sit in a very cozy, comfy office. Oh, that they this is where they lamely stuff. try to explain part, like, a four-shell phrase background. And they're introducing the dream demons that plague humanity. I mean, is it really that big a mystery if they have a fucking poster for it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it that mysterious if you can just go and buy a poster? Well, of the a, yeah, a picture of a, a sculpted stone carving from a museum that they're using, supposedly. But that was the word Jane, Jane Doe, John Doe, John <laughs> Jane Doe. Doe. Yeah. It'd be John Doe, yeah. Oh, he's got amnesia. I love. We went there, guys. The movie, we just went amnesia. They are literally trying to pull the amnesia card here. What else can you do with Nightmare at this point? You know? Jeez, I mean, fucking. I feel like there was other avenues to go, but this is a. And this is supposed to be his send off. Yeah, that's the biggest crime about this movie. This is supposed to be the final one, his big send off, and it's like the worst of the series. I'm so glad Wes Craven's like, fuck that. No, we're doing <laughs> yeah. New Nightmare and we're calling it. Yeah. <laughs> This right. He's throwing a little fit. Yeah, this is what he's just terrible. He's like, I'm angry. Why? I don't know. I'm just angry. I like how he's like, I have amnesia. And it's like, well, Lee, you're gonna stay right here. You're not going to a hospital. We're gonna talk it out. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> the headphones came unplugged, and I was like, I can't hear anything. Kruger woman still missing. I don't know who that woman's supposed to be. Like, I don't think she's ever really explained who that she is. She is a handsome woman, too. She is. She's she's very masculine. Masculine. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, looks like it would be Freddie's mom. Big time. Like that schnoz? Maybe, Come maybe on. Maybe just Robert England in a wig. Need <laughs> 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 to go back and look at get a better picture. Maybe they just put Robert England in a wig. All right, so they're all sleeping in one room and yeah. just like this. this Fair enough. I'd be the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when punching would happen. <laughs> so uh, now the newspaper article like, comes along. The handsome woman comes out. Yeah, whispers something to a sleeping Maddie, and now she's having a dream. Or so, what is it? Maggie, not Maddie. I'm sorry, Maggie. Have you ever seen Maggie? Arnold Schwarzenegger? I, yeah, I think I did see that. Yeah. I'm very disappointed with that. I, I remember seeing it. I don't remember how I feel about it. So basically, we're, we're, we're dreaming. We're getting a dream uh, or flashback of, like, the little girl, creepy girl we saw on the airplane now running like, around. Just playing with Dad in the yard. Yep. Having a great time. Uh-oh. Water's falling on John Doe, Mr. Greenblatt. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Turn in the blood. Turn the blood. <gasps> he fell asleep. That is a great premise, though, man. I got to tell you. Like, the, the premise of, you know, don't fall asleep. Everyone knows what it's like to try and fight falling asleep. Yeah. How you will always fail no matter what. Eventually, you're going yeah. to fall asleep. And it's it's such a cool premise that he comes and kills in his dreams. I love I love that premise. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that's and that's just why it so... made the first one so good and so scary. Yeah, it was like the whole thing with Jaws and water. People wouldn't go into the water because they're scared. I mean, this legitimately made some people scared of their dreams and scared of sleeping. Is that why they went corny? It's like, hey guys, we're just having fun, we're having a goof. <laughs> hey, it's just a movie. Look, he's the witch, witch of the West. Oh, he's, he's climbing. He's levitating up in midair. He's doing that cheerleader trick. <laughs> so it's it's like a dirty house. I don't. Yeah, I forget what they are. It's a big and ass there's house. There's so many like, contradicting things they do in this movie. Like, like okay, we just saw him. Like he's in the dream world, so he's sleepwalking, and. He's climbing stairs in his dream, but in the real world, he's like levitating. Fucking stupid ass. Dum, 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 dum. He just knocks. <laughs> he knocks the night guard out the window. This giant man. <laughs> he's just like asshole. <laughs> he is so big, and this guy is so small. John yeah. John Doe is a pretty scrawny like guy. Five seven. He backed into this giant dude, this giant cop, and he, of course he goes, flies, flies out through a Wow. Wow. I'm just glad he didn't fall out like a three story window and yeah. he just like just got knocked into the other room. There is a lot of dare imagery in this too. A the ton. 90s, man. Yeah. Remember I think even I I'm pretty sure there's a PSA in this uh, a this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. Yes, there is. Type of PSA. Yep. 
Yeah, and if I if you I remember, watch this this week, prepare for this, or are you just are you coming in here blind? I'm not into self flagellation, man. You know, I didn't hurt wow, myself. Wow, you didn't prepare at all. Okay. It's been years. It's been years. Hey, the memory's still strong with this one. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, their stuff. So basically, Maggie's saying she's taking John No back to Springwood now to try to trigger and break his amnesia. I don't think this is right. If you would have a kid with amnesia, which is incredibly rare, you'd have him in a fucking hospital. Yeah. Not just like gallivanting around in like a group home in the middle of Ohio. Yeah. And let's look at their van. So again, the van, which is just covering graffiti and spray paint. So wait, that's the that's the facilities that's van? That's the facilities van. It's not like a kid's van. That's the van that belongs to the facility. Again, would not be like that. They would have had it painted and kept nice. They'd probably have a logo on the side of like such and such home for wayward youth or whatever. On some shit like that. Dude, it looks like a crack den yeah, van. Yeah, it is. There's like a ripped window, like our, our pardon me, curtain separating from the back. Yep. Man, this is ridiculous. All right, so we're driving. He sees the little kid who's like, go back. And he's freaking out, trying to get the steering wheel from Maggie. And this causing the spin out of control. And oh, look who's hide, hiding out in the back. It's all the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Breckenmeyer, Tracy, and Carlos, or Spencer, all hide out in the back. Why is this full of boxes and blankets? <laughs> the, the van is just full of boxes yeah, and blankets. Just boxes and blankets. That's a good question. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, reptile house, a recovery house for youth shelter or something. There's something outside, but yeah. there's no way they let that van go that graffitied and dirty. All right, Springwood Town Fair just ahead in California. All the mountains, all the mountains, mountains of California, all the mountainous prestige of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the most pathetic, depressing town fair I've ever seen. There's like 12 people wandering around these, these empty booths. All right, so Maggie's telling the other kids to go get a phone, call the shelter and figure something out. Let me get a corn dog first. <laughs> and as they walk through the fair, all the senior citizens, all the adults are looking at him like, oh my God, they're kids. What? So wait a minute. This is the town where there's. I love like the single old man just circling in a bumper car by himself. There's no kids. Yeah, no kids. No teenagers. No teenagers. So the parent, the older people are actually like afraid of kids. Now you can see people like. Some of them were throwing things at the kids. They're, now they're like scurrying away, like they're the plague. Like, oh, so why get would kids. you have a fucking carnival which attracts kids mm-hmm. if you're scared of them? And here's Roseanne's bars cameo. At the time, Roseanne Arnold. Yeah, this was Roseanne Arnold at the time. You are correct. She was like America's mom for the longest time. Yeah. She might know? be the creepiest thing in this movie. The way she's acting. She's like getting up on their personal faces, 
putting her face up against theirs. Like, oh, kids, precious kids. And up comes Tom Arnold. Ethel. Him? They bring him? Tom Arnold killing it. Yep. And now the town bells are ringing. Which makes no sense. I don't understand that. They never explain why the bells start ringing. I don't know. It's six o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. Time to take your medicine. Uh, all the old people. Time for jail. Yeah, because they, 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 it's like bells fucking ring. That's fine. But like Tom Arnold reacted to it. He's like, oh, no. It's like it's like the old Britain Brit, Blitzkrieg. The, you know, the bombers are coming. Ring the bell. Kids are here. Ring the bell. Oh, my God. Look what you did. They never explain it. Why? I don't know. But anyway, so Maggie decides to go take John Doe to the school. Because why not? So we got the other three kids driving in the van now around town. And they're passing this the Children Shall Endure statue in the middle, in town, like the town center. With that shitty 90s rock playing in the background. Yeah. Oh. It's not even good 90s rock. There Pre- are some really good 90s I know. rock. It's like, this why is don't like you, just stick with Dokken. We'll be fine. You guys did a great job earlier in movies, but no. We had to go somewhere else. And it looks, it's basically, oh. long story short, they end up driving in circles repeatedly. They keep coming back to the same kid statue. See if I can find some facts, some trivia facts here to, while we. Uh, uh, oh, this is the first frame movie to uh, that did not feature the little girls jumping rope singing the oh, nursery yeah, rhyme. Yeah. The Friday nursery rhyme. No, wait, wait, is this even called Nightmare in Elm Street no, Six? This yeah. Is Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. That's not actually called Nightmare in Elm Street Six. Is there a reason for that? Not that I saw. Like, any sort of, like, legal reason? Like, you know, no. New Line Simon is like, nah, this sucks so bad. We're not going to put... We're not going to call it Nightmare on Elm Street. No. there's I didn't see anything reason like that. All right. So they find a big uh, chalk drawing of uh, Freddy on the street with the one-two phrase coming for you underneath it. His sweater is very colorful Very there. colorful there. Very vibrant. That was Maggie and uh, John Doe there. Now we're back to the kids in the van. I hate it when they do this in movies. Like I, what I hate this kind of stuff when it's like constantly repeating, constantly repeating. Or I also hate desert scenes. Desert scenes. You know, when they're on the desert, like yeah. I'm so thirsty. Oh, it's a mirage. I'm like I get it. Jesus, you're suffering. Can we yeah. move on with the story? Yeah, they keep showing the van driving. They come to the same intersection. They show like three times a row, but each time they're taking a different direction different way different turn trying to go different ways yeah. but they keep winding up in the same spot so here's my problem with this so they finally get the map trace like hey carlos who's in the back i like, get me the map so he pulls a map out he starts unfolding it and this is one of those old paper maps like, and uh it just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding so obviously he's asleep right but so- my thing with this is if he's already asleep how did he hear her ask him for a map he may have dreamed it no, because in the real world, she asked him for a map. <laughs> You're fucked. You're fucked. I do like that. Well, could, haven't you been like asleep and hear shit and been like, uh, come on, man. Know. You're splitting hairs. You're picking them nits a little too hard. That's what I'm supposed to. That's my job here. I'm trying to. It, 
we, that's it's your, a watch a fucking long. I'm trying to find things to talk about. That's your job. You didn't watch the movie. I'm watching. <laughs> You're watching I've, it now. I've seen it before. Ugh. Now I'm out of coffee. Shit, I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> Three, four, better lock your door. Spray painted on this. So school. they've got the the rhyme of the little girls, but they don't have. They don't, have the, they don't have the girls jumping ropes. Ooh. And they walk into this dilapidated school, and they find some old, crazy, senile teacher giving a class to nobody. He pulls out a map of Springwood. And there's five, six. Grab your crucifix or whatever. And they open up I, I, a scrapbook of all these missing articles about missing kids, missing teens. I do like that. That's kind of cool. You know, kind of a. I kept looking though to like try to look at these pictures and to see like recognize names from um, any of the previous movies, but none of them showed up. And some of them are pretty fucking young too. Seven years yeah, old. Yeah, like six year olds in there. Because I mean, Friday, Friday, um, Nightmare One, dude, it was all teens. All teens. You know, and Nightmare all Two the movies were all teens. Teens, you know, yeah. and it's like. Yes, he's technically a child murderer, but you know it's, you know he 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 liked to kill teens. Yeah, you know, put up a little bit of a fight. Yeah, so they look at all these names of all these missing kids, and not 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 none of them that I saw had, were any of the characters from previous movies, which I think was a missed opportunity to throw up some character names from like the first movies, you know. Um. From the earlier ones. And now he's basically doing a timeline of Freddy's life and all this stuff. And they come to realization Freddy had a kid now. I do dig her 90s power suit. The pot with the shoulder pads? Yes. I think that's coming back. It's like almost a thing. Everything again. comes back eventually. Yeah, cyclical. Yeah. I'm waiting for the fucking tight roll to come back. Oh, God. That was the... <laughs> Stupidest thing! I can never do it right. I, I could, could barely do it. I could. I could barely do it. Every every blue moon, I pull it off. Dude, there was a girl I dated in eighth and seventh, sixth grade. Rasha Nowak, I believe was her name. Uh, probably shouldn't have said her name, but anyway. Um, yeah, because I know. I'm sure she's hearing. She would. She would tight roll my pants because I was, you know, dating her, quote unquote, yeah. as sixth graders do. And she's like, you got to do something about those jeans. Like, what? And she's like, hold on. She would tight roll my jeans for me. And she had the best fucking tight roll, man. Dude, my t- every now and then I could get a really good one. But most of the time, my tight rolls were kind of loose. I couldn't get it. But, man, I remember, um, who was it? There were some people, um, sixth grade. Seven, I want to say, was it Shane? Shane, I think, had, like, one of the best, like he his tight rolls were like always just like the tightest tight roll. Like Jesus Christ! And for those of you who don't know what a tight roll is, yeah, <laughs> this is probably most of our audience. So you take the bottom of your jeans, the cuff of the bottom of your jeans, yeah, basically t- pull them as tight as you could uh-huh. to wrap around your ankle, and then roll it up into like the tightest little grip around your, your ankle. ankle. Yeah, and you had like, this little, your, and you had, like lower the little leg flap, like where you, yeah, because you had to fold the leg over. To get it to lay down flat, you had this little flap, and then you roll up the cuff. And if if you got that flat to lay flat against your leg and just like just stretch tight, you were you, you, you were a tight roll guy. You're you fucking awesome. But most of the time, they were kind of loose. And and flop, mine would fall out half yeah. the time. <laughs> you know, be walking in the hallway at class, but you son of a bitch, you're tight roll. In the hallway, <laughs> re-tight roll your pants. Yep. 
So much extra work for what? I hated it. I hated it. I know, but I I swear, like I'm just waiting for the day where Tightrope comes back. I I, I just stopped. Watch us be the harbinger of that. Like people can hear this, like, oh, I gotta try that. And now we are the free reason. People oh, I just I just back. stopped doing that. Yeah, it's like, I'm done. So basically, okay, so Carlos Spencer and what's her name Tracy are wandering around Springwood, and they enter a house, and as soon as they enter it, the whole exterior blows up, and it turns into the uh, Freddie Nancy house again. They're looking around. Carlos goes upstairs, finds the bed. He's like, all right, I'm just going to go to sleep. And he sleeps on this disgusting, dusty mattress. So, again, like, so this is like an inception thing because he's asleep. He's going to sleep in the dream world. Because, right? Because they have to be in the dream world. Right, because they're in the. They're already in the dream world, right? Because they walk into the house. The house blows up. It turns into the Nancy house, so they have to be in the dream world already. Is it the Nancy house? Yeah, it's the Nancy house. Because there's the stairs right before, and they show the exterior. The, the, the original exterior blows up, and then behind it is the Nancy exterior. And Na- Carlos goes up the famous stairs that turn to, you know, jelly. Jello or goop. Goop yeah. in the first. So now, so again, he's sleeping in the dream world. This really, this really grinds he, your gears, he, he doesn't it? He now hears Tracy calling for him, even though he's asleep. Asleep, and he gets like it's so fucking confusing. This is like Inception before Inception, man. Uh, I think you're giving it too much credit. <laughs> so he starts whining around. Now he's not in the Nancy house anymore. Now he's in like a crack den, like an old shitty, rundown ghetto project apartment. Projects, yeah. yeah, project apartment. Turns around. Oh, now the wall is bricked up behind him. So is he going to see his old abuela? Yep. I guess that's his mom. Yep. Oh, yep. There is mom. Okay, not his abuela. Oh, oh, she just smashes his head into the wall. Now we know how he went deaf. Well, he, he hinted at that earlier about um, uh, but what, he was beaten a lot, as his, and that's why he went deaf. Yeah, that sucks, man. Oh, it's Freddy. Oh, it's Freddy. Who sticks a giant, like, foot-long Q-tip into his ear. Pops out, out the, the other, other side <laughs> with, yeah, and he pulls out the, that's just not anatomically correct. <laughs> and then he slices off his one ear, which, again, he's already deaf, so why would slicing off your ear even matter? I don't get this. You... <laughs> And he throws it through a brick fucking wall. Because it fucking hurts. That's why it matters. I, I, I get that. And it's gruesome. All right, I, <laughs> why, why does he care? Why does he care that his head is ear cut off? What's the big deal? You're already deaf, bro. <laughs> well, that's what I get what you're saying. But the movie's like, all right, he's deaf. Oh, so let's God. cut off his ear. He's already deaf. It's not like he has a fear oh, of being Jesus. deaf. Well, he doesn't want to be completely deaf. But Oh, man. You're, you're weird. <laughs> You're cracking me up, man. You're like really getting hung up on Carlos and his hearing. Because it bothers me. I can I, tell. I don't, I don't like like you're really venting. Like because there's so many other things to do. And okay, Frey's behind doing the whole "you can't hear me" thing. Hi, ha, ha, ha. That's a gag. Because Frey's a fucking clown in this movie. I don't know. I kind of like it. It's kind of funny. 
No, he breaks the fourth wall. And he turns the audience and says, shush. <laughs> and then he, like, hops and jumps away like a skipping, monkey. Skipping, skipping, skipping away. Like a fucking monkey. Alright, so okay, Frey drops Frey. down the hearing aid. Oh, quick hands. Well, you can't put it back on your uh, normal ear. Yeah, he has to put it in his left ear now instead of his right ear. And the hearing aid turns into like a weird alien crab bug thing and like amplifies everything off the charts. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, so now every single so sound he hears is like amplified to like a million and just very daredevil. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Just sleep in a sentry deprivation tank, you'll be fine. <laughs> just like Ben Affleck, because that's my I daredevil. I do like when Frey pulls the pin here out of his fingernail, or that just like, oh god. And the old pin drop thing. <laughs> and Carlos catches it at the last moment. But Frey's not done. Oh, he's got a whole handful of them now. Really? You're saying, Frey, you wouldn't do that, man? Like, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? It's Freddy you're talking to. Yeah. I want some so bad. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly <laughs> tame. You're thinking it's going to be doing more damage to him, but it's like, no, but like, oh, well, that was anticlimactic. It really did nothing. Great, like, setup, though. Yeah. You know, no payoff. That's what I'm saying. Great yeah. setup for no payoff. So now Freddy has a chalkboard, which this, he's magically stretching. I, I do, I do like that. I do like the chalkboard gag, because... Has he ever done that before? You can chalkboard? see the gel tips on the nails. At the, so it doesn't make the noise. <laughs> so it doesn't Because it is up. such a cringe, cringe, cringe sound. Yeah. But you can uh, see see the gel tipping yeah, on, the, on, the, the, on his nails. Totally. I never <laughs> noticed that before. Yep. At that point, guys, just don't show a close-up of, of, of the glove. If you're going to see the gel tipping. So he's scratching the board, and Carlos' head is, like, getting all, like, warping out of proportion and expanding. And his head blows up! Blows up! up. Oh. Fucking blows up! And he catches his, Freddy catches the hearing aid. Oh, nice. now you will be great. If it was more in, like, the 2000s era, he'd be like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Whoa! Yeah, that would have been better than nice hearing Well, what had to happen yet, <laughs> to their defense. That's true. So she now finds Carlos's bloody hearing aid in her dream world or the real world. Is she I in reality? I don't know at this point. Like, they have to be in the dream world or something. Because the world outside this house is this was this like black. There's like a black void they're walking around in or something. Like, it doesn't make sense. So now Spencer is laying on the couch watching a TV, which is no longer broken, by the way, and sees Carlos surrounded by like zombies or something 
and Carl's Other. just screaming through the, ta- the TV, don't fall asleep, man. But he thinks don't it's funny because he's stoned. Because he's the stoner. And he's tripping and which seeing things. you really never see him smoke up. He's got a joint in his hand. Yeah. But for a guy who's supposed to be the stoner. See, look how black this neighborhood. Like, how is this supposed to be a real place? There's no starlight, no streetlight. It's just a black void they're all walking around in. So Maggie and John Doe find some, they go. I don't know. They're in some house now. Good question. Why aren't you dead? Well, because John Doe assume, is under the impression that he is Freddy's kid. He thinks he's Freddy's kid. Some weird woman comes walking out of stairs saying, skip to my loo. And she's also insane because she's talking to imaginary kids. She recognizes, she turns and is talking to John Doe and Maggie. Waka waka. Whoa, she turns to Maggie, especially you. Oh, she crazy pants. Yep. This almost reminds me of like Silent Hill. You know, this is almost Silent Hill esque. It's like you go around in different places, you meet weird characters and weird situations, and they all kind of loosely tie into what you're doing, but not really. Yeah, but Silent Hill is so good, so good. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the one guy. I don't. I don't remember if it's Silent Hill one or two. I think it's two, maybe three. There's just some guy like throwing up in a toilet over. He's like some big party dude, and he's like. Bleh. Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. Yeah, so this is where John, he's like, I'm Freddy's kid, I'm Freddy's kid. Because they saw a crayon drawing of Freddy, a woman, and like a kid. Bingo, convinced. Yeah. Who needs a DNA test? I, I have brown hair. I must be his kid. I'm white. <laughs> I guess this, is, this one was supposed to be like a foster mom or something something back in the day but she's yeah, crazy it's a pretty too. big place and there's yeah yeah there's a lot of, like anyway so <laughs> tracy pulls up in the van finds maggie and john doe <laughs> i agree god damn it so we'll go back to Spencer or Breckenmeyer waking up on the couch with the TV, you know, the, Oh, and there's Johnny Depp making his cameo doing his dare brain on drugs. Now, thing. He was pretty big at the time or bigger. He's bigger. Yeah. He wasn't nearly like, you know, I mean, he wasn't Jack Sparrow big yet. Right. But this was still, you know, 21 jump street and beyond big. And then Frey comes in, smacks him in the face with a frying pan, shutting Johnny Depp up. Pretty funny. But I do have to say, I'm pretty happy that Johnny Depp came back and did something. Yeah. You know, it's it's nice to like the book because this is supposed to be the final one. He's in, yeah. and you're paying homage to kind of like something to help launch your career. Yeah. Like when yeah. Daniel Harris and Jamie Lee Curtis come back through the Halloweens and stuff. Yeah. So now Breckenmeyer is tripping out to like '70s uh, Jimi Hendrix music as. Weird shit plays on TV. It's like that yellow submarine type of Beatles animation. Yeah. 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 
He's listening to Inagata De Vida by Iron Butterfly. Thank you. I was trying to... And he gets sucked into the TV, which I swear, I think we've seen this shit before. And Rising gets sucked in, disappears. In come the rest of the cast. And we see the TV's broken, and he's gone. And now begins like probably the worst part of this fucking movie. Freddy playing a video game start at Spencer, basically a Mario like game. Oh, with Spencer. it's dad. It's his dad <laughs> is the boss. He's a tennis racket. He whacks him with a tennis racket. I like how he's controlled like an old Atari, Atari controller. Like Atari yeah. controller. Seven Nintendo one. Yeah, he looks so cartoony. You know, Freddy. Yeah, because because they turned him into a fucking cartoon in this movie, man. They ruined him. I hate this. This is so dumb. It gets dumber from here. Oh, now I'm playing with power. That great line. Yeah, that's coming up. Oh, eat the apple, bro. Super Spencer. So lame. I don't know. He just blew up his uh, dad with uh, Super Spencer shots. Yeah, but it's just. Uh. Where did she go? She's just like exploding. Yeah, this come out of a basement. <laughs> oh, she's uh, out of the cellar. Just came out of a cellar door. <laughs> one of those like tor- storm shelter doors outside. She's like, where did they come from? Yeah. That's another thing about this. Where did they? Why? What? But she looks up and sees a water tower and freaks out. Spencer comes flying through a fucking window, crashing across the table. <laughs> so, like, who's still. In the dream world, because I guess flying through a fucking window won't wake your ass up. Frey's kicking, beating him up in video game land. And his stomach's like sucking in, which is kind of a cool effect. But I was always kind of confused about, you know, the Freddy Krueger dreamland rules. I mean, I know they're all fucking loose and everything. Yeah. But like, there, there's four people shaking him like, wake up, wake up. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. That's I, and I agree. Nothing's happening. But, he shouldn't but wake up. In other movies, we've seen him be like, wake up. Like, oh. You know, they wake, and this, they this right is where up. I lost my shit with this movie. Because now all of a sudden, his eyes are open. His eyes are open, but he's still in the dream world. And now he's bouncing up and down like he's in a Mario game. Eyes open, head banging. His head is banging against and going through the ceiling. Spencer's going around punching walls, scooting around like a video game character while this stupid-ass music, comical kitty music is playing in the background. But sound effects like a fucking cartoon. Oh, I think that's the Flintstone foot yeah, running sound. Yeah, Flintstone foot <laughs> running. Like, this is so dumb. Oh, and this is another thing, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Spencer should be wide awake. But John Doe's like, I have to go in and get him. I have to go. I got to go to sleep. I got to go to sleep. So uh, uh, here, Tracy, knock me unconscious. She slaps the bitch. She knocks him out. He falls through a table into Dream World. Now, the table in real life gets broken when he falls through, but then fixes itself in the real world, which, again, makes zero sense. It should just be a broken table. I don't get it. So now Tracy's in the Dream World, too, somehow. Oh, she's meditating. She's yeah, so meditating. She's, 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 reached, not asleep. she's reached such enlightenment that she can, like, Go across worlds, but she can't throw a right hook. Yeah. (laughs) 
So now apparently you can enter Freddy's dream by meditating instead of actually falling asleep. None of this makes sense. They're they find Freddy, kick the control off his hand. Spencer beats up the Freddy video game, but now he pulls out the power glove. That's pretty funny. Freddy locks himself in his little booth and starts playing with the power glove. Now, I've never played with the power glove before. They hardly ever worked. They were terrible. Have you ever played it? Yes. Played with it? Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos on it and stuff, but I've never, I've never actually done it myself. So Spencer falls down the stairs. The carpet gets sucked away into a, a the hell's anus opens up. Quite literally. Hell's and he falls into hell's colon and plummets. Again, that's supposed to be the real world. Why is there a pit to hell in the real world? I don't Ah and then the TV fills with blood. And then we see Spencer's soul, soul gets sucked up into Freddy, which Maggie sees in the real world, but Freddy's in the dream world. I, oh, I can't do this. I can't. Tracy is like fucking. Goddamn. Yeah. She has some Cirque du shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kicks Freddy in the nuts. Well, you don't need good technique for that. Nope. <laughs> Do not. Again, Maggie's yeah, not uh, a uh, But she, she, she wakes up from a little tight, gently, like, hey, hey. But Spencer had four fucking people shaking the shit out of him, and he can't wake up. He had that good indica weed. That's yeah. what it was. So John Doe's still asleep, but they grab him, carry him out, still passed out. But he doesn't wake up. So they're well, in the he, van now. He did get knocked unconscious. Okay, he, yes, yeah. right. he gets knocked unconscious. But being unconscious and sleeping are two very different things. You don't dream when you're knocked unconscious. I don't know. I've never been knocked unconscious. I don't. I don't think you would. No, because it's like you're not. It's actually not REM sleep. You're actually your brain. It's a different your brain chemistry. You're knocked out. You're out cold. Like you don't dream and have stuff when you're knocked out. Same thing with like anesthesia. I know you don't dream on anesthesia. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's exactly the same, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Sean, dream or John Doe's in this little dream world still. Get this guy some fucking shoes. <laughs> He's still. And now we have a fucking Wizard of Oz shit again. The house gets sucked up into space. Wakes up again in a bed. Yeah, I hate repetitiveness. Like, the only movie I like where it has a repetitiveness is Groundhog Day. I did like this. He's like, nothing's going to get me off this bed. And he catches on fire. like, fuck. <laughs> that is pretty funny. And he's just like, I hate this house. That's like the best part of this movie. And then he jumps headfirst through a fucking window and plummets, which is hovering like thousands of feet in the air and plummets down to the, is just free falling. Oh, I need more coffee. Cause I'm about to fall asleep during this movie. <laughs> then we get, oh, and now he sees, pulling case of emergency on his shirt. So he pulls the tag 
And you can see the harness underneath his shirt. And his shirt turns into a fucking parachute. And he gets sucked in the real world. He gets sucked up through the roof of the van. And now just floating in the air. Like, the rules here don't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, because in, like, number four, I think, for example, the chick who had asthma. And, yeah, she was having an asthma attack in the real world. But she and she got her face sucked up, and she, but she just had an asthma attack and she died. Other other characters, they just you know they die. They don't they don't go flying through the air or whatever. Yeah. But like again, earlier when he was he was walking upstairs in Dreamworld and he's levitating in the air. But then other people like Carlos in his dream world, he wasn't running around through the house and he his head didn't explode. Like he was just laying in bed. Right. But now he gets sucked up through the sky in his dream. And now in the real world, he gets sucked up through the rips through the roof of a van, and he's just like free falling. Like none of the rules make. There's no continuity. There, it, nothing. It's just there's doing whatever they want, whenever they want. And that's one thing that, about, again, Nightmare Nelson knows fun was like you had certain rules, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. If you die in the dream world, you die in real life. Yeah. Fair enough. And that still seems to apply. So, but anyway, you don't go bonking around the house all over the yes, place. That's yes, that's what I'm saying. It, with your eyes You're having open, a dream. By the You're way, you're having a dream. So Freddy cuts the parachute harness straps and sends Shondo free falling again. And he teleports to the ground, puts a bed of nails in his path. Which is pretty wily coyote. Yeah. And he sh- but see now he's back on the ground in Maggie's arms, puncture wounds all over him, and he's dying. So I kinda I don't know. This it's it's just so fucked hearted. I can't. Dum 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 dum. So and then in the real world, his body turns into light and vanishes in blue light and gets sucked up into Freddy, who absorbs his soul. In the real world, his body literally just vanishes from view. Again, makes zero fucking sense. That shit never happened before. No. They just die. So you see why I didn't watch this before, right? <laughs> now Frey's disappearing. And she, like, Frey sucks, goes into Maggie's head in the real world? Like, he just, like, vanishes, like possesses Maggie? What the fuck is going on with this movie? Maggie's like, huh? What? Okay. Uh, that's weird. I'll get- oh, this is where she smashes through, I believe, right? Yeah. I think this is Freddy's way to get out of the dream world is to hitch a ride in Maggie's brain. Yeah, so they drive through the dream world and in- back into the real world. What? And then, like, with that shatter. Well, they shatter the world. Yeah, the glass shattering. Shatter between the worlds. So, again, how much of this... If they were in the dream world still... <sighs> I can't even don't, I can't don't try. follow this. Don't try. Like it, don't try. Anyway, they're back at the fucking brake factory. <laughs> no one's like, hey, where are those three kids? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Weren't there like two other kids with you? Or three other kids? Where are they at? Well, if anything, it was the one kid because the other three snuck a ride. Right. So all of a sudden she comes back with the wrong kid and three are missing. <laughs> yeah.
kids were never here. So yeah, she's talking to her boss. Who's like, oh, those kids were never here. They, like all records of them have now vanished from existence. Which again, bullshit. That doesn't happen. Or it could just be a lazy boss. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's too much paperwork. These kids were never here. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my move. <laughs> like, fuck this. <sighs> kids are never here. Uh, I need to go on, uh, you know, <laughs> job search here real quick. So now we have Tracy talking to Doc. And he's talking about how I can control my dreams. I'm an active dreamer. He erased them. So now Maggie's in her office crying. So now Freddie has the power to delete your existence from the apparently, world. Apparently now he is a god level powers. I was he's like Thanos. I'll just delete you. Just just gone. Just poof. Yep. Now is that something he never had that before? Nope. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, because they had funerals for kids. Yeah, that's right. They had funerals, and uh, people remembered the other kids. And I mean, this is consensus amongst fans that this is by far the worst. Yeah, most I think mostly, yeah. So Maggie goes back to her house to talk to her mom while Tracy punches a punching bag in with terrible punching kicks. While Humpty plays in the background. <laughs> the doctor loves it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I bet he can throw. I bet he can throw a punch. He was Arnold's uh, best friend yeah. in Running Man. So. So basically, we find out now that Maggie realizes she was adopted. So she's just finding out now she's yeah, adopted. Yeah, she's like in her thirties and just now. And I, I like adopted. I like how the mom's just like I don't know who they were. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. tell us. We don't know. Which could be real. I mean, there are closed adoptions where you don't know. Sure. But, yeah, so. absolutely. Man, wouldn't you, wouldn't you tell your kid at some point? At some point, yeah. You know, hey, agree. you know, you are my daughter through and through, but, you know, we adopted you when you were a little kid, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. So, might want to get a genetic test. Yeah. So, she's walking <laughs> in the rain and passes the newspaper stand, and the newspaper says never, uh, 910, never sleep again, or something like that on it. And that, Susie, is why you have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my child. <laughs> so, well, hey, Tracy, you know, who's cutting, so now Tracy, being a girl, she got, I guess, she gets her own room in the halfway house or wherever this is. Well, I was just about to say, everyone's fucking dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. The boys, they threw the boys in like one room, let them fend for themselves, and they go bunk with a bunch of bunks. Tracy gets her own room, apparently. And now somebody's, again, having flashbacks or dreaming of the little girl running around in the backyard. 
Oh, and we realize it's uh, Robert England, Freddy. It's Freddy. Before he was, well, Freddy, I guess. So his wife looks just like him. Yeah. Like a female version of him. So she comes up from the, sh- the basement saying, screaming, saying something about, I won't tell, I won't say anything. And Freddy's like, we'll, we have to have a talk. And tells the little girl, the daughter, to go inside while he and Mommy talk. And she just skips on off. Skips down into that cellar. And Freddy starts shaking the shit out of his wife. I'll never strike him, but I'd shake the shit I'll out of her. Sure, sure, I'll shake the shit Chris out of her. Chris Rock. Yep. So, basically at this point, no surprise, little baby, little girl Maggie, who this is, we find, you know, she finds the room and opens and she goes into Freddy's, I guess, secret room and finds like, oh, look, he's got his Freddy gloves and making before he's Freddy. Yeah. And it's like, I love the prototype gloves. Yeah. The prototype gloves. One's got like, nails sticking, nail out, of sticking it. out of it. Yeah, it's got cl- like more like animal like claws. Yeah. I like it. I think it's they cool. They took out the hair out of her eye in that scene. Oh, and now Maggie is wearing the same dress and pigtails as a little girl. She's in her dream now, only she's an adult dressed like a kid. Again, I think this movie completely re- tries to redo the Freddy backstory. Because I don't remember in any, like any of the other ones where he already had like that murder room with the glove. He didn't get the glove till he was already Freddy in the dream world. From as far as I remember, mm, I don't know about and, that. And, and they don't talk about like him, like being the you know a pedophile with the kid. Like, well, he was never a pedophile, or never it was never mentioned. It may have been somewhat implied, but it was never said ever that he was a pedophile. He touched kids. He just killed. He killed kids. That was his thing. Um, and the family knew who he was. The family got revenge on him. They would know, but the, the people of Springwood would know who that person is. Obviously, they did. They would know he had a kid. They would know he had a wife. Like the there would be records yeah, of that stuff. But that's saying all the other movies, none of them did he ever say he had a kid. Or why? Now they're saying he went on. Supposedly, he's saying in this like he went on a killing spree for kids because they took his kid away. So he was killing other people's kids is what they try to apply in this later. But we just saw the murder room. So he's already killing or doing something to kids. Before they took his kid away in adoption when he was arrested for whatever, I guess, murdering his wife. I don't know. I, this storyline and backstory gets so convoluted and mixed up in this in this movie that I, I can't even follow anymore. It throws off, in my mind, the entire mythos of right. uh, Freddy. Like, they try to redo it all in this final movie and just fucks everything up. Sepultura? Yeah, yeah. All right. You can always use a little Brazilian metal. <laughs> yeah. And then, in that dream world, in that dream, Freddy says something about how you know he's expe- he's going to get out of Springwood, and she's like, "You can't." And then he's like, "Every town has an Elm Street." Ha 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 ha. And that's it. So now we're back to Tracy's dream. With her fat, abusive dad or stepdad or whatever. Yeah, this stuff is kind of disturbing, you know. 
He's got so many pock marks yep. on his cheek. He is gross. Yes, I found a good one. Yeah. I found a goodie. A good gross guy. How do you think to be in central casting for that? <laughs> we need someone fat and disgusting. You are the most fat and disgusting <laughs> out of all of them. Congratulations. Congratulations. See, and again, they're implying, they're basically straight up saying he's banging his daughter. Right. Or, or abusing, kid. yeah, sexually abusing so his again, daughter. So, again, but the same thing they did with Freddy, like, they never come out and say it, but I think in the first few movies, well, I mean, they, this they is pretty much blatantly say, obvious. Yeah, but I mean, in the other movies, they don't show up, but I think they, there's lines or something that pretty much say that he was a kid diddler, too, <laughs> and not just a killer or something, but they never show it. And now I think they're trying to get away from that in this movie, saying, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but either way, they still try to redo his whole backstory, I think, in this movie, and it makes no sense. So, anyways, Tracy beats the shit out of her abusive dad, who turns his face to mush. To Play-Doh? Yeah, Play-Doh. <laughs> Silly putty. Stands back up. Oh, and his arm turns into Freddy, and he's suddenly Freddy now. And Freddy looks like Silly Putty. <laughs> So Trace starts beating up Freddy again. Oh, the nice backhand. No, no, no backhand. There's the bitch line. Yeah, there hasn't been too many bitches. Now, to be fair, I really haven't been listening too much to what Freddy has to say. I do like this part with Freddy. She so got his Freddy's arm like pinned behind him, and he like turns in like this blender. That was kind of fun. That was pretty cool. That's cool. And he gets yeah, out so of we have like the showdown here. I do like this. She has a whereby and she wakes herself up by burning herself over the stove in the dream, and it causes her to wake up and has burns on her arms now. That is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it that. That one. So Maggie runs in as she wakes up, and both of them go to find Doc now, who apparently is also now in Dream World. I don't know, but also, when was she sick? Why was Maggie there in the middle of the night when Tracy was waking? She was asleep. So Maggie should be at her own house, not why is she there in the middle of the night? And why is Doc hanging out here in the middle of the night, too? Well, they are agreeing that something's fucked up. I wouldn't be surprised if they all just are staying there to kind of keep an eye on each okay. other. Okay, you know, maybe, but they never established that fact. Excuse me. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting images of uh, uh, prom night. Hello, Mary Lou. Like all the all the lockers. All I the just, lockers. I just oh, want to say, womp, bam, loop, bam, 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 boom. That's a great scene. If you guys haven't seen that movie, go watch that sometime. That's a good one. So, yeah, right, I guess so Doc's in the dream world now, too. I, I guess. And Doc now, like, the fucking, you know, blow toot his own horn that he can control his dreams. So yeah. let's see what he can do here. Freya becomes a Capoeira master. <laughs> and if by controlling your meat dreams means you can just beat some up with a baseball bat, it's pretty pathetic, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you'd, like, fly above and, like, shoot laser beams out of your eyes. No. Like Dream Warrior just, type you shit, You just man. beat the shit out of someone with a baseball bat. Yeah. I can control my dreams. <laughs> Give me a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Dream Warrior shit. Yeah. That was good.
Eh, not bad. And now this is where Freddy starts to recite all the ways he's been killed in the series. While cutting off his fingers, yeah. which I do like. I like that. The middle finger, the favorite. Come on. Holy water. Which one was that? Was that a four? I don't know. Or five. When did they use holy water? Must have been number four. Because number five, he just, I don't know. It had been four then. Yeah. It had been four. Yeah. Because I'm trying to remember five. Five was a weird ass ending, though. That was. It's like the kid. And the womb, yeah. and trying to take the dreams of the kid. Yeah, he's like school's out. And yeah, it yeah. Um, I mean, three was the one where they think they buried him, right? Buried his bones. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. get a skeleton and bury. Yeah, he fights John Saxon. Yeah, yeah. as a skeleton. Yeah, like <laughs> Ray Harryhausen type of uh, yeah. yeah, claymation. So, uh, anyway, Doc rips off a piece of Freddy's sweater and comes out of his dream with it and proves that he can bring Freddy out of the dream world. But we've already established that can be done. This isn't like something yeah, new. They did that in the very first one. Nancy brought him out. They fought and, they, you know, she did the whole Home Alone booby trap in the house. Yeah. So this isn't anything new. I love it. He gives these. Oh he, my god! He, he's like crappy. Use these. Use these. The cardboard 3D glasses. Because <laughs> they'll make you see things that no one else can see. Sometimes in the big trouble little China, you can do things <laughs> no one else can do. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Jesus, how long is this movie? It's almost over. <laughs> Thank God. It's too long. <laughs> All right, so they're hooking Maggie up to a bunch of electrodes on her head and shit, and she's holding the 3D glasses, and he's playing a tiger electronic game. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's playing Ninja Gaiden on Tiger, <laughs> but he's counting her down. He's got to be playing Running Man, right? Yeah. They never made that into a game, though. They should have. Tell me about it. Awesome they should do that now. They should do that Man, now. that'd be dope. Yeah. Again, I don't understand how she falls asleep instantly on cue. Because it's not necessarily hypnotizing. He's not hypnotizing her, which, again, how would, that's not really sleeping. I don't know if you dream in that. Yeah, but, it's a dreamlike state. But she's like, he counts down, and she's like instantly asleep. It's like, what? Oh, this is where she puts on the 3D glasses the 3D and she glasses. can see everything. It's a... Uh, but does it... Funk Division. Funko Vision. Let's look. Let's look. Let's see what happens. 3D glasses go on. They magically disappear. And the world looks exactly the same. Now, this <laughs> is a 3D movie. This was a... a th- Freddy's Dead was a 3D movie. Um, It was. Yeah. Sort of. Partially. Um, Actually, we'll talk about that right now. So, she's looking at the the... Dream Demon stone yeah, yeah. carving poster. And the dream, they they come to life. The snake 
sperm things come to life. And she like walks. She, now she's there. Yeah, now she's now walking she, into it. She walks into, I guess, a poster. And just goes into the dark. And oh, and there's Frey's big head screaming. What? What? Where are we? What is this nonsense I'm looking at on my screen? It's like DNA with brains and elect. What are we looking at? Are we in Freddy's mind? Is, yeah, is that this what supposed to be Freddy's brain? Like, this is nonsense gibbery goop. I kind of like it. And then there's like demon sperm flying around screaming. Yeah, this is the, this is the 3D stuff I remember yeah. from this movie. Yeah. So this was New Line Cinema's first 3D film. But the problem is the 3D part is only this section. From the moment Maggie puts the 3D glasses on in the dream, that's when the 3D starts in this movie. So is that so like, like, like the, the cue to the audience? Put yeah, on your 3D glasses exactly now. What it is. She, it's like that's the cue. And yeah, so it was basically 20 minutes or 10, 15 minutes of 3D. I'm guessing that purple lightning is supposed to be pretty cool with your 3D glasses. Maybe. I don't know. But she's in a weird hall with purple lightning shooting all over the place. Which I'm surprised it's purple and not blue. Right? That's a that's a change. Yeah, that's it's the 90s. Change. It's yeah. the 90s. <laughs> so what? she breaks a electrical <laughs> box by throwing a bracelet at it, which stops the lightning. Like fucking gambit. The electricity. She goes in a door and finds herself in a nice. She's back in, I guess, the orphanage or a classroom. What is this? A classroom? It looks like classroom. a classroom to me. It's a classroom. Oh, this is where we meet young Freddy. Young hey. Freddy, who gets teased by the entire class, who chants, Son of a Thousand Maniacs at him. Which. Oh, this is pretty gross. And he, yeah, he just straight up kills a, the class. Hamster with like a hamster. fucking like hand sledgehammer. Yeah. Just, Again, who? What kid would do? And these kids, instead of like saying "What the fuck, kid?" and go get like, they start teasing him, calling "Son of a Thousand Maniacs," hundred maniacs. Sorry. And the kids turn into the adults. I love this kid in the front. Did you see that blonde kid with like the lazy eyes? So disinterested, <laughs> like I don't even want a fucking beer. <laughs> God, this movie's gonna God, suck. I just want to get out of here. I don't want beer. And now Freddy's cutting himself. Yeah, it's a teenage or teenage Freddy, young adult Freddy. And down yeah. comes abusive Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper with the belt, drunk Alice Cooper. So drunk Alice Cooper starts trying to beat him with a belt or a leather strap, really. Freddy seems to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he killed. I guess yeah, he points a razor blade at like, him. Like you want to see Alice Cooper get it, you know? Yeah. You want to have him get a good. Him him. He points the razor at him. He screams, and it just and fl it. she flashes yeah. away. Like, oh my god! It's like, come on, man. We got Alice Cooper. Do something cool to yeah. him. And I guess no, that Molotov being thrown is supposed to be three D two. When the this is when he gets burned. When the parents hunt him down and, and burn. And there's this demon sperm flying around. So, again, this is where they rewrite. Like, I don't understand this. So, so the, it, the, the premise is 
he's being killed by the family who are killing him for killing kids. And then while the place is burning down, demon sperm, demon sperm come along like, hey, buddy, we're demon sperm. Uh, You want to you want to party with us? He's like, cool. Cool. All right. Now you're demon God. Now you're now you're nightmare man. (laughs) Nightmare man. (laughs) But again, wasn't he? But where's the boiler? Like he was being burned in like a wood, a wood cabin or something like that. Was he like the where's the whole boiler room thing? Like, they don't touch base on like like was he a janitor or something somewhere he down in the boiler room? They, the whole boiler room was just such a big thing in all the movies because they always go to a boiler room in the dream world. Where's that? They don't do anything with it in the backstory. They're like, where's the boiler room? They just got rid of that from hmm. the past. Now yeah, I don't know where the boiler room comes from. I always thought that's where he was killed. Like they tracked him down like in the basement of the school and burnt him in the boiler room or something like that. Not a wood cabin. Alright, so Freddie and Maggie are reunited in the dream world now. Mommy and Daddy. Or daughter, daughter and Daddy. Yeah, daughter and Daddy. She hits him with a pipe. <laughs> grabs onto him. And back in the real world now, they're trying to bring him bring her out of the Nintendo. Dream. And now Freddy's head for someone starts getting all bulbousy and expanding all weird. And his, he's the doing the arm stretching thing out. again, which we've seen like so many <laughs> times in the past. Like the electrodes just keep falling. Like, oh, get these out of here. Yeah. That'll wake her up. Let's, no, take, these let's off. take these off. And so they fade from the dream world. She wakes up, but Freddy's not there. And why did he have nunchucks? I love it. Doc was staying there with nunchucks. <laughs> what does she have? A fucking. She has like a bike gear. A bike gear? Like a bike from like 10 speed bike. So this was but your she- plan. Was to pull him out of the this horrible monster demon yeah. beast, yeah. like a massive killer. Pull him out of the dream world and hit him with nunchucks, nunchucks and a, bike, and a gear. bike gear. So okay, here I didn't comment this one earlier, but when when we first meet Spencer, he's in basically the principal's office because he had made a pipe bomb, a fucking pipe bomb to which they were like, he did it again. What are we gonna do about this? We'll just confiscate it, put it with the rest of the junk downstairs. Not, hey, we need to call the fucking cops and have this get arrested. He's making bombs. It's a different time. Different time. So, again, I'm like, oh, a pipe bomb. That for sure is going to come back in this movie at some point. Nope. (laughs) It never does. You You never use the pipe bomb. I'm pretty sure the pipe bomb doesn't ever get used. But they go down to the weapons closet and they find, like, all these knives and Fucking spike, loose seals down there. Spike fucking bats. <laughs> yes. Bats with nails in them. Knives and all sorts of weapons that these kids have. Why didn't they get that first instead of getting a nunchuck yeah, and a, a bicycle nunchuck. wheel? And that's such an odd thing for Doc to have. Like, I get maybe a knife, the bat, but nunchucks. nunchucks. <laughs> all right. So they wandered around. and they, Maggie's now found Freddy lying down. And, and he's, he's in Robert England yes, form. Yes, he's normal-looking man, Freddy. Normal-looking man, Freddy? <laughs> I don't know. And Freddy's like, it's not my fault. I tried being nice. Wasn't 
but he still has his glove. Boom! Boom! Oh, that would hurt so bad. She knocks the glove off, which goes <laughs> flying in 3D. Three D. She, she picks just, it up. Didn't she just knock it? Did she yeah. walk over to it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She he knocks. She knocks the thing like thirty feet away, and then she, it's there. And then she's always just she just bends down and picks up. But now Freddy's crawling on the ceiling. But they're supposed to be in the real world. How does he? What? How is this happening? And now he's burnt Freddy again. This makes oh, zero no, sense. Like the door's locked, and he starts stabbing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone do that before. It's always like you try to ram it open. Yeah. He's trying to stab the door open. Stab it with a knife. Oh, man. Nothing makes sense here. No. So they're supposed to be in the real world. Freddy went from normal Freddy back to burn Freddy after crawling on the ceiling. But he's in the real world where he's not supposed to have any powers. So she headbutts him. And starts slashing him with his own glove. But she doesn't put it on her hand. I wish she put it on. That would make more sense. That's just like mm. flailing. That wouldn't, you wouldn't have any... Like, I mean, you might get a cut here a, or there, a, a but nice, yeah. A glance, but you're not going to do any damage flailing around that way. Anyway, they end up wrestling on the ground now. They're fighting for the glove. Fighting for the glove. And, and she, she bites, bites his, his nose, nose off. That's pretty baller, honestly. That's a pretty sweet move. I guess she doesn't bite it off. She just bites yeah. her nose. She reverses the mount or the guard. She's now in a uh, half guard. It looks like. She like breaks, breaks his, his hand, hand in half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he says it hurts to be human. I forgot how much it hurts to be human. But he's clearly not human. As he, like, crawls on the ceiling. Yeah. Like how she watches him put his fingers back together and then gets hit in the face. So Frey gets his glove back. And Tracy starts sliding, like, all these knives and shit underneath the chain of fence to her. <laughs> It's throwing stars. stars! Fucking ninja throwing stars! Because, of course, why not? Yes! As Frey puts the gloves back on, she's throwing knives at him and starts pinning him into the wall of like knives. She's a f- fucking throwing star to the crotch. And by the way, throwing stars like that is not easy. No. Because we went and did that at my bachelor party, and it was very hard to throw throwing stars and get them to stick into the targets. And a hand crossbow! Where'd that come from? But sure, why not? And now she's got like a baton or a crowbar or something she stabs she's him with. Getting, she's, she's getting fed all these fucking weapons, yeah. man. I, I kind of love it. <laughs> anyway, Frey's pinned to the wall, drops the glove. She takes it. He's taunted her. Put it on, put it on. It's in your blood. He pulls himself free. Jesus. Pulls out, yeah, crowbar. Pulls out the crowbar. Feels good. <laughs> Thinking of Tony, Tony, Tony. Yep, Tony, Tony, Tony. Ugh. 
So she's going towards Frey with the glove. Oh no, he's no, and she stabs him with his glove in the stomach. Here's the pipe oh, bomb. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The pipe bomb does come back. That's why I was like, hold on, man. There's totally a pipe she bomb comeback. Stabs him somehow with a pipe bomb in the stomach. Kisses him goodbye. <laughs> Doc the rips the door rips open. Rips the door <laughs> off. <laughs> rips it off the hinges. They run. <laughs> and Frey blows up his head. What is that? That's weird shit. His head blows off. He screams. And out of his mouth comes his own head, which explodes again. And then the demon sparm are flying around They're laughing like, and Let's cackling. get out of here. Yeah. And then magically the 3D glasses reappear on her face, even though they're already in the real world and have been for a while. Like, what? Oh, and how do you impale somebody with a pipe bomb? And they're just like looking. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. And, <laughs> oh, look at, and like, the movie's over. Like, I don't get that. Like that, she, she just standing there. She's Hold smiling. On, is is it a rap song that's playing? But now we get the credits. We get uh, scenes from like the the whole series. The like, good movies. Stuff from the first one, the third one, the fourth one. Yeah, like they start showing us flashbacks from the whole series. It's like, don't you wish you were watching? Yeah, this? don't you wish you were watching these instead? Number five. Yeah, that was five. No, it's not a rap song. It is definitely not. That's three. Yeah. Anyway, that's the movie, guys. We're just watching. These. We're just watching the uh, scenes from the previous movies, which were much better. <laughs> so that's Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Um, might as well just pause it here. Oof. Turn it off. Uh, God damn. God damn. I, we have a lot to say about this movie when we get to it, but let's let's move on. Uh, so. Movie's over, so that brings us to uh, our favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, um, kills. This movie had a very tame, very small body count. Small body count. Not but great. Yeah, not not great at all. So what was it, what was it basically three people? Carlos, mm -hmm. John Doe, John Doe, Spencer. Uh huh. That's Did it. Kill anybody else? No. Even in flashbacks or anything, no. He pointed a blade he at pointed Alice a, Cooper. He pointed a razor blade <laughs> at, at Alice Cooper. <sighs> wow, that's really slim yeah, pickings. It's really weak. I'm gonna have to go with Carlos. Carlos, okay. I just like the head explosion effect. I thought that was pretty cool. The bladder effects, where it's like his head's pulsating on the sides. <sighs> Boom! Yeah, I, I, I did like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's gotta be Carlos. The rest of them are just fucking lame. Spencer's is maybe one of the worst deaths I've ever seen. Like, Fall, falling the worst, down the stairs into Hell's Anus. Hell's Anus. But just the whole build-up with the, the video game bouncy bouncy, and then those cartoonish sound effects that went with it. It's woo, like the woo, worst woo, woo. sequence, I think, in the entire franchise. It, it, that, that whole thing alone really makes me hate this movie. It's a bad movie, but that really makes me hate this movie to a whole new level. Just that, that whole sequence. I think it's terrible. You're going to hate me. I kind of liked it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I like Seriously, the video. man, you and me, we're fucking oh, hey, done hey, professionally. Hey. <laughs> Come on. No, I, I, like, I, I thought it was funny. I do wish you had a Nintendo controller instead of an Atari controller. Yeah. It was the 90s. It, yeah. been more, it should have been more Nintendo. Yeah, but it just 
or just even a block, like a you know, just to make it look yeah. like Nintendo. If you couldn't get the licensing, I get yeah, it. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah, I get yeah. that too. But you can still have some sort of joypad or whatever. Yeah. you know. But still, I, I, it's kind of funny. I um, I I'm going with Carlos too. Yeah, it's the most. It was really the most traditional, like real right. Nightmare on Elm Street killing we've seen. Agreed. It was in like the boiler room area, the like, that dark, rusty industrial complex. It had. It was. The most nightmare. Good setup. Good, you know, the yeah. dropping of the one the pin. Pins, and then the bad pay, bad, bad payoff with the pins. You yeah. Know, not doing much to them. Yeah. But the chalkboard action. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah. So it has to be. I agree. It's got to be Carlos. All right. So uh, that's that. Let's move on to the odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. Holy shit. I just looked at my notes and I didn't finish all this. So ratings, that's okay. Ratings, <laughs> I forgot to even look them up. Um, IMDb gives it a 4.9 out of 10. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I forgot to uh, get the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but, you know, I can look it up real quick. Do I got you my have computer. to? I don't think it's that big a deal. Hey, you are going to sit there, and you're going to deal yeah, with this. I don't, mind, I don't mind sitting here, but we're in the middle of a podcast. We are, but it won't. Uh, Freddy's dead. Uh, there we go. Look it up right now. There we go. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 22% on the old tomometer. With a 32% audience score. And that's really bad for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. People love Freddy. People love to love Freddy. Yeah. And, yeah, that's... Uh, um, and let's look at Amazon real quick. Um, Freddy's Dead, Final Nightmare, boom, boom, boom. Um, gives it... 3.5? Four, four and a half out of five. Yuck. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. Uh, so there we go. Um, plot keywords, there are 174. Now, some of these I, I did write down because I don't get it. So, first of all, we have posters. That's a keyword. There were posters. There were posters. Um, F-rated, which we've seen before. I don't want to get it. This F for blo- fun. This one blows my mind. Independent film. This ain't independent. This was main studio, New Line Cinema, big budget, independent film. No, no, sir. Why is that here? I guess Rampage. I guess. Kicked in the crotch. Yes, that happened. And 3D sequel to a 2D film. <laughs> it's a pocky <laughs> word. Now, here's the ones that I don't get completely. Be- time traveler and backwards time travel. They're flashbacks. They're not traveling through time in their dreams. Eh, eh. There's no time travel in this movie whatsoever. Whatever. So I found that just weird. All right, moving on. Trivia. Uh, like I said, all right, this, all right, we already talked about that one, and we already talked about this one. And all right, um, Peter Jackson was originally hired to write the screenplay for this film. He did write an original draft, but it wasn't used. Original screenplay for Freddy's Dead saw Freddy aging and growing weak within the dream world, and the teens from Springwood would have drug-fueled slumber parties for kicks to enter Dream World and just beat up Freddy. That's funny. That's funny. That yeah. should be like that should be like a like a sketch, like a Rick and Morty thing or, or something. That should be well, shit, man. You can do it now. Robert England's getting older. Yeah. He's not getting any younger. Just do that could just be fun to make. Just, just a short sketch of that. Um on September 12th, 1991, a day before the US release of this movie, Los Angeles declared it Freddy Krueger Day. What day? September 12th. Wow. So Apparently, my daughter was born on Freddy Krueger Day. <laughs> did not know that in Los Angeles. I didn't Freddy know Kruger there was Day. a Freddy Krueger Day. Did not know either. So John Doe, the character, was supposed to be Jacob from the previous film. Jacob from Five. 
It was made vague when they couldn't secure the return of Lisa Wilcox. In earlier versions of the script, Freddy absorbed the entire town of Springwood into the dream world before moving on to the next town with the dream police chasing after him. More on that to come. Oh, boy. Um, a 16-year-old Jacob Johnson, the son that was born to Alice Johnson in the previous installment, The Dream Child, was a major character in the original script written for the movie by Michael Almer. I, don't, I can't pronounce it. In the first draft of the film, Alice, now in her 30s, was killed by Freddy. Taryn, Jory, and Kincaid from Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, also returned as the dream police. Cool. In the script, Taryn was the blade cop, Joy was the sound cop, and Kincaid was the power cop. Yes. Director Rachel Talalay has stated that she was great. She greatly disliked this original script and that the replacement script by Michael DeLuca saved the day. DeLuca was also said that he was surprised he wasn't asked to write a screenplay in the first place as he had done a similar last-minute rewrite on Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. So this guy's saving the day for writing for two the probably the two worst Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. You saved the day, asshole. Fuck this guy. <laughs> and first of all, I'm also confused because Taryn, Joey, and Kincaid, didn't they all die in Well, yes, three? but they're they're in the dream world then. They're dream police. If their souls got let go at the end of five. Okay. If the so, soul, I mean, their I mean, souls, it, they, they're dream, they live on in the dream world. Well, maybe they're like, fuck it, we're going to be dream police. Yeah, I love it. That's such a 90s like cartoon. Like, I'm the blade cop. Well, I'm the sound cop. And I'm power the, cop. You can just see that being turned into like, action figures, like a toy line. Like, I'm blade cop. Well, yeah, <laughs> dude. Talk about a great marketing right yeah, there. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. I want power cop. Um. So this had the highest opening weekend of the franchise until the release of Freddy vs. Jason and is the fourth highest grossing film in the franchise. Keep that in mind for later, Aaron. Um, They did not have Nintendo's permission to mock the power glove. So that's why you didn't see the actual Nintendo controller. Um, But they did anyway. So they they didn't use an actual power glove. They made their own thing. Uh, When shown theatrically, audience members were given one pair of red cardboard 3D glasses with movie taglines printed on inside the arms had uh, adver- uh had advertising to uh, uh or I'm sorry start over yeah <laughs> audience members were given a pair of red cardboard 3D glass with movie taglines printed on them the inside arms had adhesives for attaching to standard glasses and an advertisement for House Party 2 was printed on the inside of one of the arms sweet uh when Freddy punches Trace in the face during their epic fight Robert England actually Really accidentally punched Leslie Dean. Uh, the last portion of the movie from the point which Maggie puts on the 3D glasses, the time when she takes them off, that was the 3D effect. I already mentioned that. But it was removed from the home. Sorry for my dog going crazy. Um, but obviously the 3D effect was removed for the home video releases. Uh, this movie led Leslie Dean to realize she had real repressed memories of molestation. So Yikes! that's kind of a dark. Ugh, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, in an extended interview for Never Sleep Again, the night, the Elm, Elm Street Legacy, Lisa Zane reveals she wrote and performed a James Bond-esque end credits ballad titled Nightmare uh, 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 Nightmare Part 4, 4 Part 4 of the series, titled The Worst is Over. It was never used. Aww. That'd been fun. Ricky Dean Logan, the actor who played Carlos, was originally cast as John Doe. The role, Carlos, uh, simply spoke, the role of Carlos simply spoke more to him, and that was the one which he lobbied for, even though... That's not the one they brought him into play. Sean Greenblatt then got to pull a uh, role of John Doe. 
Leslie Dean said in an interview that working with Roseanne and Tom Arnold was a blast and that they were the nicest down-to-earth people. Uh, she said she even saw them on the phone trying to help an abused girl get out of a horrible situation in between takes. Aw, that's nice. Yes. Good on you, Roseanne. Uh, Too bad you went weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the only film in the franchise in which Freddy does not kill anyone using his glove. Yeah, that's something I noticed. I, he hardly ever used yeah. his glove. He cut the- off Carlos's ear... And that's pretty much. And he cuts the he cuts the parachute straps off of. Uh, yeah, John he doesn't Doe. do hardly anything with his glove. It's, the it's, iconic glove is barely used at all. It's it's just it's not even. It's just a prop at this point. It's yeah. I mean, they have this whole scene at the end where they're fighting over it. Yeah. You know, at the end, but it's like all of a, all of a sudden the glove means something. Maggie uses that glove more than he does. Yes. Than he. <laughs> um, Robert England has said that his favorite kill on any of the Nightmare Elm Street series is Carlos's death. That's his favorite one. Hmm. Uh, John Doe comes to think he may be Freddy's son. As noted earlier, the film takes place 10 years in the future, circa 1999. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street official website timeline notes that Freddy Krueger's death at the hands of the Springwood parents took place in 1968. Based on the fact that in Nightmare on Elm Street 5, the dream child Freddy's mother is said to have died soon after Freddy's trial. The film notes that Freddy's child was taken away from him in 1966. Uh, therefore, John Doe would have to be in his 30s to be Freddy's son, which he obviously has not. Although the original script with Jacob Johnson as the leading character was scripted, scrapped, there are a few key elements which were retained. The most notable is that Jacob was killed two-thirds into the film, leaving his girlfriend to take the reins. A shocking plot twist would throw, which would throw off the audience this was adapted into the final script when John Doe's psychiatrist becomes the final girl after his unexpected demise. Excluding flashbacks, this is the only nightmare movie in which no female characters die. Hmm. All the victims are male. That's very, that is true. Yeah. Um, this, again, said to take place 10 years from now. The official Nightmare on Elm Street website's timeline opted for 1999 in place of 2001, despite the release date of the film in 91 taking 10 years from now to refer to the, to the conclusion of Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, 1989. This actually impacts the placement of Jason Goes to Hell, the final, Friday, uh, the final Friday, 1993, since Freddy Krueger's claw emerged from the portal of hell at the end of that film to see Jason Hockey Mask. This indicates that the defeat of Freddy in his film preceded the events of Jason Goes to Hell, 1993. So they had to do some backlogging to make the timeline make sense. Who cares? <laughs> Producers planned a spin-off film in which Freddy Krueger's spirit possesses the body of his daughter, Maggie, and she continues her father's murderous killing spree. Obviously, this never came to fruition. Okay, now that just let's pause here for just a second because I do have a question. Yeah. And I've been wanting to ask, and this feels like a good segue. Sure. <sighs> Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger is bound to Robert England. Do you think there can be any future Nightmare on Elm Street movies without Robert England? They've tried to do that reboot with, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy from The Watchmen. Yeah. He's Rorschach from The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And it failed miserably. Something just fat. Everyone hates it. So, everyone just can't stand well, it. Now, but now the question is, can people get past having someone else playing Freddy Krueger or is Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street going to die with uh, with the, you know, aging out of Robert England? That's a good question. 
Um, I I see could see it going both ways. They tried and failed the first time, but part of that may be to the fact that maybe it was, you know, really wasn't it was like ten plus years, but maybe it was too soon, and Robert Ingram was still young enough and still doing it, and so that's why it failed. But honestly, because unlike Michael and Jason, who are just men behind a mask at right. any play. Freddy's that's they kind of doom themselves because making Freddy the one character who, he's got who talks who has a the, personality he's got who, mannerisms yeah. you know yeah. and that only um, so yeah I mean they could try to reboot it again with somebody else as Freddy uh, they might have the same problems they might have to wait a while longer for Robert Ingram to really be aged out or I mean what they could do is also go back to maybe more Nightmare on Elm Street 1 where you don't really see Freddy a whole lot. And you could just do close-up, have Robert England just close-ups with the makeup on, saying his lines in shadow, kind of cover the face up. And then all the other scenes where Freddy, he's in the shadow, you don't see him, and it's played by somebody else. I mean, we got Carrie Fisher playing roles when she's dead. Yeah, she's dead. I mean, you could see that too, which I yeah, don't I mean, think they would do, but I don't know. My Peter, question, Cushing, though, Peter like, Cushing was in a Star Wars movie. I mean, this is weird. Like, if you go off this, the spinoff where Freddy's spirit, if you're like, okay, so now, like, do, that's like very Jason goes to hell. You had the demon worm possessing people, turning them into Jason, and that flopped. I mean, that was a horrible idea, yeah. too. So I don't know. I think, so I, mean, just, I honestly think they, at this point, Freddy needs to just die off for a while. Like, Robert England is Freddy. Just like, we could get to like uh, I think when they get to the, when Marvel Universe gets to the point where they're finally going to introduce the mutants back in, they're going to have that same problem with Wolverine. Hugh Jackman was Wolverine and is always going to be Wolverine to so many people. And you recast Wolverine, so people are going to fucking hate it. Say he's not Hugh Jackman, so he's not really Wolverine, and they're not going to give him like enough credit. But we had certain Excuse like. Me. Dracula is a classic, yeah, iconic. Yeah, played by so many different people. Sure, but like at, at the beginning, though, it was Belagosi. Belagosi, yeah. like, had that was his role. Now, granted, we're talking almost a hundred years ago, but yeah. at the same time, like it was synonymous. Like Belagosi was Dracula, but then Christopher Lee played him, did a fantastic mm-hmm. job at the Hammer films, and then other people started playing him, and other people started Gary doing pretty Oldman. good. Yeah. <laughs> Started doing a good job, so people kind of relaxed. But that almost took the Dracula from Monster Squad is my all-time favorite Dracula. He's fantastic, He's fantastic. Dracula. But how many years did that take? Yeah, you know, I mean, that we're talking like these. This movie was like in the the, the late thirties, early forties. That that's when the, they started. It wasn't until like yeah. the seventies, sixties, and seventies. You know, so maybe it will take, like you said, maybe it'll take more time for a little bit of the. I need the, to go the, back and watch the Nightmare remake with Jackie. What's his name? In yeah. It? Um, I saw I, it I not see, too, too. I saw it a couple years ago. I need to know: is he really? Is it? Everybody hates the movie, most part. But I need to go back and look. Is it really because? Is it the movie that bad? Is it just a bad movie overall? Because I don't really remember off the top of my head Jackie really being that bad as Freddy. I think the movie sucked, and people are maybe also over. Well, he's not Robert England, so he sucks on a Mac just because he's not Robert England. That's what I think it was. More than anything else, people people, people dogged the way the makeup looked, and I didn't think it was necessarily – it, it looked different. Well, they have to but change I don't think it a looked, little bit. I don't think it looked bad. Yeah. And Jackie was – he was scary. I thought he scary. was fine. I thought he did fine. I don't think he did anything wrong. I yeah. thought it was a good choice. And I'd rather him not be like the – Fucking, they turned Frey into a clown at this point. And, and that the only thing wasn't. they did in the remake is they did very explicitly and in your face basically say he was a kid fucker. 
you know, and they, they yeah. were really adamant about that. So I get, I don't, I think the remake gets probably more hate than it deserves. I agree. I, I, I think it's mm-hmm. better than people want to give it credit for. Now it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I should go back and watch it just to verify. But I think it's that, yeah, it's like the, well, he's not Robert England, so we're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt right. at all. Uh, kind of like with Batman, like people, they, you know, Christopher, you know, it was Michael Keaton. Well, he's only did two, but then like Christopher Bale's Batman became the Batman. And then right, it was like right. Ben Affleck took over. Like, oh, fuck Ben Affleck. He wasn't that bad. I thought he was fine. But I'm falling yeah. in the opposite. It's like, now, now I'm like, fuck Robert Patrick as Batman. He's probably going to do fine. Maybe. But have you seen that new Batmobile? It looks like garbage. I have it not. looks like hot garbage. It's like white trash Batmobile. <laughs> It's like they just took like an old like Camaro or something, cut off the back of it, dropped a jet engine on the back of a Camaro and said painted it black. Bitchin'. Said here you go. It's terrible. Anyway, um, let's move on. <laughs> um, we get now we get to play. Move on to the budget game. They spent how much? The budget game. It's gotta be big. And well, I gave you some hints and some of the trivia. And again, we have four numbers for you to guess this week. Um, okay. As always, we're budget, budget, opening weekend, opening U- weekend US in and, U.S. and Canada, yeah. a gross U.S. and Canada, and gross worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we start with the budget. Uh, what do you think is the budget for this movie? Ten million dollars. Ten million. It's coming out of the gate hot, baby. You are coming out of the gate hot. All right, we got budget ten million. Wow, that was real fast. All right, we'll go one at a time here. Budget ten million dollars. You guessed. Nice. The estimated budget was no. It was they say between nine and eleven million dollars. So oh, I have to perfectly. Get, you came yeah. right there. So right. ten million. Congratulations, Aaron. Bam. Your New Year budget games have been good so far. You're keeping it off tight. New keeping it tight. With the debt. So let's move on to opening weekend in U.S. and Canada. <sighs> opening weekends usually do are pretty successful, and they, they historically will like. They've made their money back usually on that opening weekend. Freddy's fucking huge still. People want to see a Freddy movie. This is was advertised as the last Freddy movie. So I'm going to say opening weekend. 12.5 million dollars. 12.5 million dollars for opening weekend. Aaron, how close were you? Opening weekend, US and Canada. You're killing it. Opening weekend. Twelve million nine hundred and sixty-six thousand five hundred twenty-five. That's almost exact. Almost, God damn. man. You're crushing it this damn. week. Hot, hot, hot. All right, now it gets tougher. Yeah. Gross. Total gross. U.S. and Canada. Okay. Word does spread. Your biggest weekend. It's always going to be your big weekend. I'm going to say it doubled on the total, so we're going to say twenty-four. 24 million. 24 million. All right. As your guess, 24 million opening weekend or gross reels in Canada. Yeah. Uh... Not by that much in the grand scheme of things. You're off gross reels in Canada, 34 million, ah, Okay, so made more. Hours. Okay. Made more. A little more than double. Okay. All right. Now. Gross worldwide. No, wait a minute. Give, You're not yes. going to pull any of that bullshit like you did before when it was Ooh. the exact same number as U.S. and Canada. Ooh. Would I do that again to you? Yes, you would. You want to take what's your guess then? Are you going to say it's the same? 
Or are you going to go different? If it's the same, I'm going to be pissed. Cause it's just, <laughs> we talked about it last week, how much bullshit that was. Uh, well. Are you going to go same? Sure. I'll go same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the exact same as you. I, was like, you, you. <laughs> I saw that again. I was like, oh, back to back? I have to do this. You're going to try and fuck Aaron up again. Yeah. Did he learn from his lesson he last mean, time? I did. did. You crushed it this week, man. You got two out of three, man. Yes. Two out of three. Yes. All right. And not too far off in that third one either. I mean, the grand no, scheme of things. I mean, yes, I would also consider it a loss. But yeah. Hey. All right. What's going on with my. I just. Something happened to my. Uh... There we go. All right. Anyway, let's move on to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right. Um, I didn't realize how long these reviews were. <laughs> Looking at them now. Let's um, let's keep them tight. I'll try do my best. Mortal Doggy. Anyway, there. Doggy. My dog is going crazy upstairs. Um, there are two thousand ninety-six total reviews on Amazon. Eighty-nine um, percent were five star. One percent being one star. Now, unfortunately, with the first review, I I realized this too late. This was actually the referring to the Nightmare on Elm Street box set because oh. it came when I typed in. It came gave me the box. I'm like, wait, why is all these reviews talking about the set? The set. I'm like, oh, okay. So I did a deeper dive to find Freddy's dead, and that breaks down thusly. Only 215 reviews, which is shockingly low in my opinion for this. 78% are five star, with two percent being one star. Only two percent. Yeah, wow, that blows my mind. All right, first off, from five stars from Raymond Jr. This is a horror franchise. has about three great installments, one, three, and seven. Freddy vs. Jason is entertaining, but it could have been more epic. And there's no one, and there's no who wasn't heard the name Freddy Krueger and not to be terrified about. This is one thing I'll get to sequels. There is not as bad as the remake. Five stars. Really weird. Um, Aaron just got to leave. I think he's checking on the dog or closing the door or something. Anyway, moving on. This I think that was for the box set. That's what I read. So anyway, moving on from Jason Sturgis. This movie was okay. Not the best nightmare on Elm Street. Five stars. <laughs> I love those assholes. He was like, that, again, the three-star review that they give five stars. It's all right. It's like they, they don't have any range. It's either one star or five star. And I yeah. think a lot of people are like that. Oh, yeah. Um, from D. Rahu Raj. Today is Miss Rachel Talalay's birthday, August 16th. In honor of her, I watched the sixth episode in the Elm Street franchise, which is the only chapter directed by a woman. I do not understand why the sequel has received such negative reviews from the critics. Well, it's their job. They always like to criticize good films like this. As far as I'm concerned, I love this chapter and the entire franchise, except the remake, which is truly rubbish. It's not even considered an Elm Street film. It's more like a copycat Freddy in a parody. I, I'm sorry, man. This is a fucking Freddy parody. Right? He's a, he's a fucking dancing monkey in this movie. Robert England will always be Freddy Krueger us horror fans. So this is going back on the conversation yeah, we just yeah. had. This movie isn't bad at all. Watched it more than God only knows how many times. I've watched it since I was 10 years old. A mysterious tale of Freddy's kid, and it has the elements of Krueger's past before he was a dream demon. You've got two gorgeous ladies, Lisa Zane and 
Lisa Zane, Leslie Dean, Lane, and kicking some chop suey action. Chop suey? Yeah. <laughs> Every Elm Street film has its own creativity with its nightmare. This chapter has nightmare sequences that are frightening and fun, scary and silly at the same time with innovative devs and more. What can I say? It's just packed with awesomeness. This is what I call a movie not only for horror fans, but also everyone. I would love to see Rachel return to do more feature films with her kind of style, her signature in films like Freddy's Dead and Tank Girl. Which is another great film, sir. If you think this and Tanker are great films, you have lost all credibility. Period. <laughs> Both of those are famous flops. I don't see movies like these being made anymore nowadays. I wonder why. We need more of it. Five stars. From www.stevo2006.kcu.uk. Okay. I think most would agree this particular frame movie is the goofiest of them all. It isn't even. It isn't even very scary, but still manages to be creepy. Even though it's the most goofy Freddy movie, does that mean it's not entertaining? Of course not. In fact, I think it's the most entertaining one in the series. Not the best, but the most fun to watch. Like I said, this isn't a very scary Freddy movie. It even resembles a comedy most of the time, but I still think it's a great flick. It's the most enjoyable of the series, but isn't the best. As enjoyable as the movie is, it does have a tendency to get overly goofy. So he's contradicting himself. I think they could have made it a little more scarier. The other ones before... Might have been funny, but they were also scary, too. That's the only real flaw of this movie, as it's the one you shouldn't take very seriously. It's a fun and enjoyable flick, and nothing more. It's not trying to be the great American movie. Five stars. Sounds like a guy's got some uh, personal demons he's battling with back and forth. Yeah. You know, this movie's, this movie's great. It's fantastic. Not the best one. Yeah. The movie's so, so much fun. Well, could you use a little improvement. Shut up. No, you shut up. Exactly. That's why I had it back and forth. so back and forth. Uh, from Brett Michael Roberts. Friday's Dead, The Final Nightmare, is my favorite of a Nightmare on Elm Street film, it is of course not even close to being scary or horrific, but a good character, but with good character development. And what a great roller coaster ride it is! By now, Freddy's become Jim Carrey. He's cracking outrageous jokes, uh, and he lists a bunch of one-liners and doing hilarious things. While many people call this awful, I've got my no problem with it. In fact, I can never quite laughing at this Freddy. And the film is just as entertaining as any other. Exclude number four from that. And ten times as funny, five stars. I don't know. I'm just shaking. I'm just shaking my head. I'm sorry. I know this is an audio format, but I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> stop Davey reading Crockett. these. Stop reading these. I'm just about to put my head through a wall. All right. Uh, let me just skim these real quick. Uh, Chrissy. Uh, David Crockett, this is the coolest in the series. I love it. It has cool parts, like the video game or the 3D ending. I like to embrace the great graphics. This is just the best of the series for me. My favorite death has to be the video game. I think it's the most entertaining of them all. Wow. Uh, to nobody, uh, but too bad nobody else thinks that. Five stars. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm glad he at least acknowledged that. Yeah. Uh, this is you know, dream when you, uh, uh, okay, we're going to skip that one. Knock yourself out. There's no, no dream. We'll skip that. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I can't skip it because of the, the follow-up. Okay. For AC Kronvich writes, this is a great frame movie. Just one complaint. You don't dream when... Fr- you don't dream when you've been knocked unconscious, which we actually commented on earlier. Being out cold is not the same as sleep. In the movie, uh, John knocks himself out in order to confront Freddy. Just doesn't work that way. Being knocked unconscious doesn't allow you to sleep or enter a dream realm. Therefore, no dreaming. Uh, f- but still gives it five stars. <laughs> Follow-up to that from TTI. Hey, AC Kronvich. That is true that you can't dream when you're unconscious, but it's also not true that a serial killer can be burned alive and come back to life so he can go into kids' dreams and kill them. Uh, there. This is all bull and cats, by the way. It's also not true that if you grab something in your dream, when you wake up, it comes it comes out. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's all such... 
thing is flying uh, piranhas made of bones and fire, but who fucking cares? This is why they call it a movie. Not everything has to be true, you know, but in all in all, this movie was great. It's probably one of my least faves, but it's still a good Freddy movie. Not scary one bit, though. I can't wait until the next Freddy vs. Jason movie. Buy this movie. Five stars. Wow, picking a fight. Picking fights. Nice. Yeah. All right, moving on to the one stars. From B. Singer. Brian Singer? He chime in on this? <laughs> After seeing every single Nightmare movie, I was nine at the time when this uh, was out in theaters. I really had high hopes for this one. Of course, when I was nine, it was awesome. But as I got older, I realized how much of a tragedy this movie became. My biggest gripe is how they edited how they edited second. I'm not always fond of adding a family angle to any kind of series, especially so late. And third phrase, clowning is just over the top for those of you who think the dream shot was bad. This one makes me want to cry. They made him a complete joke. Uh, the kills are comedic, well, except for Carlos. You would think, as Frey's final send-off, they would have taken a bit more care with this one, trying to make it the best ever, but no, Rachel Talalay, I cursed the name, said she wanted to have fun with it. Well, congratulations, Rachel. You made the worst nightmare movie ever. <laughs> one star. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got some... There's there's a connection here between some of these other ones. I wanted to try if I can find it real quick, but... Um, Oh, okay, Layla, stop. All right, this one. I'm going to skip the Anna Thomas. Yeah, I'm skipping Ariana Thomas. We're going to skip to Lady Lestat. Okay. Somebody's a vampire fan. First of all, if I could give the movie negative stars, I would. Secondly, they have completely destroyed a horror legend and icon with this disaster of a movie. I didn't see anything funny or comical in the least about it because I was it was too stupid to even be funny. However, what they have managed to do is turn one of the best horror movies of all time into a complete joke. Frankly, until I saw this movie, I totally convinced that the second film was the worst of the franchise. But this film totally blew that out of the water, so now Freddy's Dead holds that honor. I just don't see what happened. The original Nightmare on Elm Street was a horror classic and a movie that made you terrified to go to sleep, especially if you were young when you saw it like I was. The movie just blew. This movie just blew. Frankly, I was so disgusted by it that halfway through the movie, I decided that I had tortured myself enough and ended my pain by turning it off. I can't even tell you what the ending was because at that point, I didn't even want to know. In fact, the only reason I was even interested in watching it as long as I did was to see how the whole thing with Frey's daughter would uh, play out. But by the time I got through watching most of the ludicrous and outlandish trash, I didn't care to know about that either. This movie... Uh, this is a movie that you have to watch at your own risk. I strongly would vote against it unless, of course, you have a lot of spare time waste and wasting watching garbage. Anyway, one star. Follow up to that. Donna Dia Giacomono. Too bad there isn't an opinion for zero stars because that this is the worst of the lot. Layla Stott of Birmingham, Alabama. I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> so another one. If you thought Frey's Revenge completely killed Frey as a crow monster, you have to watch this. Totally ruined Frey as a monster. Thoroughly credit, blah, blah, blah. Totally discredit Wes Craven's original storyline. Um, now, nowhere in the previous movies was there even a hint that Freddy had a kid. So where are the folks who made the disaster pull that from except for their anal cavities? <laughs> I haven't a clue. And couldn't these people think of anything other than teenagers who are orphans and crazy with a counselor who dreamed the same dreams that they did, but they didn't know it. The angle was ex was exhausted in Dream Warriors. The ending was cornier than the beginning. The last part was that Freddy was... Uh, brought back yet again with Nancy who supposedly died all those years ago in part three now with a son referring to the new nightmare yeah the only part I enjoyed of this movie was Johnny Depp's cameo uh, Freddy Krueger went from scary monster who couldn't shake you couldn't shake off after watching the original nightmare to a complete laughing stock so much for trying to appease the masses one star um, there's another one but I'm going to skip it we're going yeah. long so fuck it um, 
Although that does make a question because Nancy, uh, yeah, I think Nancy does die in in, in three. They yeah. kill off her character. But the problem with her review is that in the new nightmare, she's not. I don't think she's not coming back to play Nancy. She's playing herself, Heather Landing yeah. Langenkamp. So they're not bringing back Nancy there. Uh, it's Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, just the, it's the actress as herself, Donna, not Nancy coming back. So. Kind of well, you better get on your keyboard and let Donna yeah, know, man. Start that keyboard war. All right. So anyway, that's it. Uh, let's let's wrap this up. Aaron, final thoughts on this one? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. It's so bad, it's scary. Um, <clears throat> it is the worst of the franchise. But at the end of the day, it's there's still some things that I like. There's still like the, the fun dream fights and stuff like that, you know. And it's they were pretty corny. The Carlos one was the best. Yeah. Um, the video game one, I think, had potential, but just, you know, shit the bed. Um, the it, He basically, like you, you've you already said it several times, he basically became a cartoon character and, like, a, a goofy one. You know, he's basically the Wile E. Coyote, you know. I'm surprised of, that, that, that the uh, Ben and Nails he rolled out didn't have, like, Acme, Acme, Acme written Acme on, Corporation it, exactly. on it. I mean, it's, that's the point. The level we fall yeah. in with this. And I, I think we've kind of nailed it, you know, while we were watching it, about how, how the rules are all fucked up and yeah. where they get this kid from and, you know, what's going on. Why, why is this all happening? You know, it, we already covered most of it. So I don't have much else to say okay. other than it is the worst. And I will go out to say that the remake is better than this. Yeah. The um, remake with uh, Jackie Joyner Kersey. <laughs> Jackie Joyner Kersey is Freddy. You ain't outrunning that bitch. <laughs> you ain't outrunning me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say the remake is better. This is the worst, you know, out of all of them. I mean, you still get Robert England as Freddy. Sure. But fuck it, man. Um, don't, don't waste your time. I'm right there with you. So bad. It's scary. Um, everything we said, this is the worst. And I think my memories of the remake aren't as bad as this. I still, I'm kind of agree. I think the remake's better than this. Um, I thought five was bad, but Jesus Christ, this is terrible. This, and I kind of agree with the person, one of the, whatever reviewer it was, that said, if this was supposed to be the final one, like they, they did Freddie dirty in this one, man. They, exactly. They yeah. should have, I wish they would have gone, go back to the roots, make him scary again. Kill him. Make it make sense. First of all, this demon nightmare, demon, demon sperm thing like that came out of nowhere. Throwing in a family angle at the last minute was unnecessary. You didn't need that at all. Didn't you know that didn't add anything to the story? Make it or make me more compelled. It's like I don't like the misdirect swerve with John Doe. It's like whoa, now we're going over here yeah. to this little look. It's not we thought. <laughs> yeah, like come on, like they ruined the franchise if this was supposed to be the last one they, they didn't ruin the it. franchise but the fra- it, it it damaged it yeah the franchise really started getting bad from basically four on out but five six were bad four was okay but yeah i, I gotta say that looking back at this is probably my least favorite of the big three franchises as a whole like you take nightmare Elm Street one that holds up that's great but after that and maybe two. Like they started going one and three are my favorites. One and three are my favorite. But even those. Dream Warriors, as much as I liked it, you could tell that was the start of the more cartoony. But he was still character. scary. Yeah. He was still like he made he he wasn't he wasn't as cartoony. But they started making like the Dream Warriors being like doing that stuff and empowering their dreams. It started 
going that direction. Freddy wasn't cute. No, number three. Not they did some, yet. you know, some funky, fun things, yeah. but it wasn't cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I hundred percent agree. This is the worst. Um, so bad, scary. This, this is a travesty, and I feel bad for Robert Ingen going out like that. At least they brought him back for Freddy vs. Jason, um, and New Nightmare, and New Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Wes Craven took that kind back then. Mm-hmm. So just sad, sad, and yeah, fuck Rachel Talalay. You know, she ruined like fuck her, and like, I want to make this fun. Fuck having fun. You, you mm-hmm. shed on the fans. Make it scary. Make it a true nightmare. Give Fred the goodbye he deserved, not this cartoon kid shit. Right. She, fuck her and she, for ruining this series. Um, all right, that's it. Um, so, that, yeah, we're signing off. That's it. Uh, we're yeah. done. Um, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> it's over. Bye. Until next time, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>